1: Howdy and welcome to the latest episode of CORE. Yes, that's right. CORE is back here talking about video games and the industry around it. My name is Scott Johnson with Bo Schwartz and John Jagger. It's April 2nd, 2021. It's Friday. Not a day we usually record on, but today we are. And uh, that means brand new show about all sorts of fun stuff. Uh, you guys hear about, well, you know what? I'm diving right in. I'm not even going to waste any time on this because I have a, I have a big complaint about what we're going to talk about today. So hang on, here it is. All right, so the Cyberpunk 1.2 patch came out. This was the one that's supposed to fix everything and bring the game back into its uh, previously held expectation zone uh, before it was launched. Some would say this makes it a retail product. (laughs) Others have said uh, this is still beta and there's still more work to do. I decided to go ahead and load it up And uh, patch it up and get it on my PC and just see if I could tell if some of the things I had seen early on in that game were still a problem. And uh, truthfully, most of the problems I saw were on console, so it's not exactly a fair comparison. The PC version seemed to run fine in terms of, you know, sort of technically running. Um, But then it crashed three times. So I don't know what happened. I'll probably have to reinstall it because it sounds like it's something weird with the installation. Uh, I, I haven't done the whole Steam check file integrity crap yet. So I may still do that. Uh, but yeah, my experience so far with the massive patch notes that are cyberpunk 1.2 has been poopy, uh, so far. And I don't want to, I don't want to blanket this on everybody and say, Oh, we're all having a poopy time. Did anyone else here? Try it. John, did you fire it back
3: up? No, took too long. I like my interest in cyberpunk, uh, really waned. Um, you know it didn't make a very good first impression not just from a technical like trying to get the game to run side but also it's uh edgelord humor and odd tone and all of that and it just didn't really didn't really land for me and Mm -hmm. so there's a part of me that is you know curious about the story beats to see where it goes i got far enough to be intrigued to see where that story went but i was waiting so long for this patch that i uninstalled it to free up space for other games and wasn't worth reinstalling mm. by the time i found out this was back you know if i'm really bored at the end of the year maybe <laughs> maybe it'll find its way back on my hard drive i don't know the when we get to the what i've been playing it's three games that i was playing like a year ago yeah over a year ago so it's not unheard of but just not compelling to me.
1: Yeah, it got uh, kind of the same experience. Bo, any any chance that you're rushing back to the well, going, "Oh man, one point two, put it in my veins." Not really. <laughs> I'm, yeah, like yeah, I'm. I do want to get to playing
0: it, but uh, I, it's like I can wait. You, yeah. know, you know, like it's not going anywhere. Um, yeah, I think I think Deus Ex is probably a better cyberpunk game. <laughs> I just I, I think yeah. that Edge Lord stuff. I don't know. There's just something about it that isn't quite hooking me as much as I thought it would.
1: It's so sad because if you go back a year and listen to us talk about our anticipation for the game, like a lot of people's, we were really excited about this. This was like going to be the game we were all waiting for. And you know, even when you were, uh, you know, notably on the show talking about cutting some games out of your out of your life or moving things around and having less stressful stuff in there, you would always say, "Well." Uh, you know, I'll leave lots of space because I know eventually when cyberpunk gets here, I'm going to be really focused on that. Like we just knew that game was going to be a game we played and it feels weird talking about it in this context now. Like it just didn't do it. It had its shot. It failed sort of in the larger scheme of things. And, um, it's not the thing we thought we were going to get. And now it's just all little, it's just all weird now. I just feel weird about that and CD project red and the entire, the entire thing. So, uh, what was interesting, and John put this in a little bit later, they've also announced changes on how they make games in general to avoid what they refer to as future cyberpunk-type issues. Um, and one of those things was they're pulling back from whatever multiplayer plans they had. They're not doing that now. And uh, we don't know what that was going to look like, although a lot of people sort of surmised that they were aiming to be, and probably could have done it had they delivered on the game in the first place, but they were aiming to be like GTA five level multiplayer obsession where people were just sandboxing in the town all the time and, and that sort of stuff, uh, mods and what have you, but they're not doing that now. They've, they've pulled back on whatever that was supposed to be. Yeah. I think that's the aspect of the game. That's like the
0: least, like the, 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 the biggest bad part is it's, it feels like GTA. Mm -hmm. Like I, I don't, there's something about like the cyberpunk world that's supposed to be scary and lethal and that you, you're traceable everywhere that it just doesn't work in. It doesn't work that you can go around like shooting a bunch of stuff all the time and the cops just give you the thumbs up, even in this corrupt world that you're like, just kind of relatively anonymous. Yeah. Like, like it just doesn't like, fiction. It doesn't it just doesn't jive. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Well, I, take think, that. I think that's, it's not the bugs or anything else. I just think it's like, there's a certain element that like, you would need the backing to remain cloaked. Like, like that fiction has to make sense. It just, when you're just like stealing cars and no one's in, you, you know, you like everyone's ignoring you, but you like slaughtered 15 gangs in a single day. And like the news is not about you. And and like the premise that it's so violent, like it would, you're still way over the top of what anything else would be. Like it makes no sense. Yeah, It's just sort of hard to, to buy the suspension of disbelief of that world that way. Like, I, I think they, Yeah, I I think it feels to the idea of a cyberpunk future is that it's oppressive because they're the powers that be that control everything. And, you know, we kind of live in that now with headlines like Microsoft selling, you know, 22 billion dollar contract to the U.S. military for AR headsets. Like, like it's it's got to feel you can't it's can't be a power fantasy, which is what this feels like. Like, yeah, I get augments, I shoot everything up. It's no problem. And then you got the story that's super serious when it isn't that serious. It was just hard to play for that yeah.
1: reason. It needs to have a yeah, it's paranoid tone to it that it never quite achieved for me.
0: For cyber, for it to be like the game itself is called cyberpunk. It has to have some of the the elements of that genre. In it. Like, of of the there's property, nothing about is there, cyberpunk it, where you murder cops and criminals exactly all day long and it's literally (laughs) the
1: game they literally have their license of the pen and paper game it's not like they're working on their own little plan here and they decided to make it different they're working from that template supposedly that's what we should have gotten and i I don't know why they didn't give us that or why that wasn't a good idea or maybe that's too hard to make a game in or or what because the game game system itself is like that like if you could
0: take a shot if you get a shot in the foot you can die of tissue shock like it's extremely lethal the game, and it's not reflected in the mechanics of the video game at all. Yeah,
3: it feels weird that Elder Scrolls Oblivion, a game that came out ages ago, has more consequences for me trying to be a dumbass and do things I shouldn't be doing <laughs> than Cyberpunk, a game where in theory I'm being monitored. But Oblivion guards are way more vigilant than all this high tech surveillance and drones and
2: mm-hmm.
3: uh, all of that. Like you know you. You freaking pick up a piece of cheese in that game and a guard runs from five miles away going, hey, you got stolen items on you. You're like, oh, man, I don't want to mess with Oblivion guards. But Cyberpunk, I was playing that way when I first got in. I was like, oh, I shouldn't shoot people. I need to be careful. And then I very quickly realized, oh, no, I can just start shooting people. I can ram into cars. I can do whatever I want. And even if I do accidentally brush up against some consequences, I have to drive five feet. And they all just drop off they and drop, it doesn't yeah. matter. And nobody's going to chase me or come after me. <clears throat> Supposedly and they, all of a sudden yeah. my role in the world, just in, it isn't what it's supposed to be.
1: Right. And the, the notes claim is it, so to your point about cops and their reactions, they made the radius larger for their reactions. When you do piss them off. Uh, I guess one of the big complaints up till now was that if you did something wrong uh, suddenly, or, or when something popped off that would involve cops, suddenly they were behind you, like literally the car behind you, and they weren't there a second before. Just some like video game cheaty stuff. And now that stuff happens more organically. They come from further away. And then also outrunning them or getting away from the threat and counting all that stuff down, that, that uh, uh, heightened awareness down, is a little more GTA-ish where, you know, it takes a little more work to get away. So these all sound like fine patches, but like Bo pointed out, they sound like patches that could be for any open world Uh, city game in the vein of GTA and I'm not sure that's what we wanted I think what I wanted was something frankly more like uh, the Deus Ex games which I am playing again and more like even more like it's a bad example because it's more like steampunk but um, decided to play a little bit of uh, I forgot the name Dishonored 2 on Game Pass on Xbox Series X because that version supposedly had just a really good version of that game um, that came along with this acquisition of Bethesda. Anyway, played a bunch of that. That's a better cyberpunk game, and there's no cyber in it. It's just all of the the traps and stuff we're talking about here story-wise that we wanted from cyberpunk, they're in a game like that. There's paranoia. There's uh, what's going on with this, with the uh, you know, the people have no control. The people we have in power right now have all the control, and even though it's set in something that's a little more steampunky and, and and ancient at the same time, I got a better vibe for that stuff in that than I did in my time in Cyberpunk. And so I don't want to say any, we're not saying any of this to anyone out there who enjoyed the game or is enjoying it again or playing it for the first time at 1.2 and having a blast. That's great. Just for us, it just didn't hit the way that chat, those Shadowrun games, chat was mentioning those, those were fantastic. Uh, great stories, very Cyberpunk, more Cyberpunk than this. The Deus Ex games. There are other games that will give you that Hit right, and I just this just yeah. isn't doing it. So I don't know. I locked up three times I th- I and went. Think it, I think
0: the I think the writing's really good in it. I just think that the actual gameplay mechanics don't they don't match up. Mm. Like yeah. when, I, when your I, dude, I have- what's his name, Jackie, is like you're in a quest and Jackie's just standing out there. And he takes five thousand bullets, like infinitely, just getting shot. And I'm just I'm like.
1: What are we doing? <laughs> Jackie's a badass, man. He can take it. He can get it right. He's the only character I like in that game. But, you're, but your point I, is. You're, you're but I mean, mechanics
0: well, wise, your NPC can sit there and just take a billion shots. Like there's a dangerous robot that you're facing down or whatever. And he's like, get undercover. <laughs> and I'm just like, aren't you going to get undercover? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm fine. Yeah.
0: and it's, it's stuff like that that I'm like, they didn't think this through.
3: Yeah. It just, it kind of screams of a game that maybe didn't have a complete vision when it was being developed. I think it's kind of like we've heard with games like Anthem and stuff like that. They were like, well, we've got a foundation and I'm sure we'll find what the game is over time. And maybe we didn't, maybe they didn't quite have it in time to put together what they needed to.
2: Yeah.
3: Uh, so. I don't know. I still hope somebody makes a really cool cyberpunk game. There are good ones out there. But I mean, I think we all want something that's very open world. Um, You know, there's a reason that hype for cyberpunk existed. And to me, when that hype doesn't get met, it leaves an opportunity for either the people who, you know, made the game to build into that, like what No Man's Sky did or uh, it it means that there's an audience for that content and somebody else just needs to, to find the magic and make it happen.
1: Yeah, even during the time of its launch, there were a myriad of other games that were sort of launched in the periphery that were well thought of. Cloudpunk is well thought of. I think that game's very cool. Um, and it really nails the aesthetic, although all you're doing is basically taxi driving in that world, but it's still cool if you like them in Blade Runner. Um, what was the one? Ghost ghost ninja or what ghost the hell? runner ghost runner that was ghost rad runner. very cyberpunk um it's clear that there's a desire for the this this taste in gaming and you're right I, I i mean it felt like coming off of witcher 3 and its enormous success for the last five years that they could do no wrong that they were the perfect dev for this like of course they're going to make this like this is this is a no-brainer slam dunk i don't know man it's expectations versus expectations
0: were high narratively and i think it is really good in some regards it's just it's just not what it's just not that much fun (laughs) like i would level that at witcher 2 i don't think the combat's that fun in which i don't it's a great story game like the world and story and immersion is great combat sucks (laughs) like it's the animations are nice like the stuff about combat that's great but there's nothing fun about doing it after the 10 times no it's mean, very kind of hacky
1: done. slashy yeah. i never i never really tried too hard to except with a few but bo- you know sue a few creature boss battle type stuff where it behooved you to have some semblance of strategy so do a certain kind of magic before you pull the one sword out and then make sure you poisoned it up before you got there and i mean there were there were things like that but it never shooting felt, with the crossbow. Yeah, it's it so bad. bad. It's really bad.
0: It's so bad. They didn't even try. It literally put the dot on the thing and then maybe it hits it. Like it's so
1: bad. Yeah. But it sounds I'm like sorry, this sounds bad. like a real coming to Jesus moment for them where they're, I hope anyway, where they're, you know, a company with a lot of success and money and talent, they can just make a lot of decisions about what the future is. Somebody asked them if they were working on a Witcher game, they declined to answer that. But, uh, I, am going to go ahead and blow everyone's mind and spoil the planet. Ready? they're absolutely working on another Witcher game. Okay. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> of course
3: they are. They Didn't they renegotiate that license? Yeah. That's they did the do reason. it so they could just sit there and go, I don't know, we just want it. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And it's
1: not like they're sitting around going, oh, you know, after the cyberpunk thing, I don't, I don't know where we're best at. What are we best at, or at? What do we do? Like, of course they're making another Witcher game. The Witcher 3 is one of the most successful games in modern gaming history. Duh is what i'd say to you duh sir anyway watch for <laughs> the witcher 4 coming soon to bathtub near you okay so that's what's going on there uh i played among us today let's go on the whole other end of fidelity for a second sure uh, <laughs> that's like a sideways insult <laughs> it kind of is i think that game is ugly as Although- shit.
3: Yeah. I read they're doing a complete uh, art rework. On That's that. what
1: I heard as well, and that I is didn't, great news. I didn't
3: put it in the news, but yes, they're they're completely redoing the art for that
1: game. I'm stoked about that because there's nothing wrong with the gameplay. Gameplay's great. It's clearly a, a massive hit for a reason. Uh, yesterday or two days ago when they launched their latest patch with a new map, 600,000 viewers on stream that day, and there was some poking around or some different uh media outlets were asking the developers if they were giving um you know or had special deals going with certain streamers to like stream it and stuff and they said no we're not doing any kind of co promotion here. This is just people deciding to play it and stream it. And it was that's massive. Those are huge numbers. The game's great. I played it today. We had a we had a play date today for my TMS show morning show. And we had a really good time in there as always and it's ugly as a butthole though. It's so ugly. It's the it's so ugly, you guys. but but uh, to be fair, because I've this type of game is not
0: new to Twitch. Like this is a this is a, this is a game genre that's popular on Twitch. It's made popular by Twitch, and has been around for a while. in even uglier forms. This is like the this is the prettiest version of this kind of game that I've seen on, on from a devil's advocate perspective.
1: Sure. Just oh yeah. No. No. No doubt about that. But like. They made a game. It was what released in twenty eighteen. No one heard of it. No one played it. It was like kind of a bomb. Free on phones. Costs a little bit of money on PCs or whatever. Gets mm-hmm. picked up in twenty late what tw- late twenty nineteen, early two thousand. People go crazy with it. It explodes. It's this massive popular thing. Um, they've made a ton of money even from the tiny price they sell it at. I have it on Switch now, like all that sort of stuff. But the entire time, I just look at it and go, "All right, well that hat you want me to wear." is about eight levels resolution lower than the guy I'm putting it on. And none of this looks good, by the way, on a 4K screen. Like, it looks bad. So bad. So, John, you're right. They did denounce that, and they 100% should do this. They should take their fat stacks of cash. Don't go change the world. Just make your game look like a proper-ass video game and pretty it up some, because every time I play it, I feel like I'm playing somebody's college course project. It's just so ugly.
3: I wouldn't be surprised if they're going to keep roughly the same style, though, because they've they've made it iconic. I mean, the kids around this house, they haven't even played Among Us, and they draw the Among Us people all the time. Right. Like, they're kind of obsessed with it. Yeah. And so I, I think it speaks to the audience. But, yeah, I mean, let's let's make it a little cleaner. Just tighten it up. That's all I'm yeah. saying. Those, the tighten up the graphics, like yeah, that old dad used to say. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's still the most popular. So I have a repost of that video that I put up on my channel, my YouTube channel back in 05, like before Google owned YouTube and everything. That's still my most popular video I ever posted. Hundreds and hundreds of thousands of views, five, 600,000, something like that. And every once in a while, my comments are going nuts with a whole fresh bunch of people who discover it and then just sit there and make fun of those two guys. It's an amazing (laughs) video. It's so good. Yep. We just gotta Wait, tighten up. I don't, the graphics. Oh. I don't think I've seen this video.
3: Oh, <laughs> it's so if good. If you watched, if you watched ZD TV or uh, what? What did it turn into? Why can't I remember what it was after that? Uh, tech TV or
1: mm-hmm.
3: here, I'll play it for you. G four. They used to play for me. Here, I'm gonna play it for you. Please. And you know
1: what just blew my mind? I didn't realize this. If you search for tighten up the graphics on. Uh, on youtube my version of the video comes up or maybe different for different people depends on who you're logged in as i don't know but anyway i'm gonna play it uh here we go oh hurry up man boss is coming
0: in dude i almost got it
2: hey guys finished testing that game yet i've got another one i need designed
0: we just finished level three and need to tighten up the graphics a little bit great hey i can't believe we got jobs doing this i know
3: And my mom said I would never get anywhere with these games. Call Westwood College online. (laughs) It's so good. Just finished level three, and we got to tighten up the graphics a little bit.
1: Yeah. Also, is it bad I kind of want to call this number? I mean, this is like late 80s, right? Early 90s? I I hope
3: it's just somebody going, if you want to tighten up the (laughs) graphics on level three, Chris...
1: Three. I might actually try it. Hold on, I got a way to do this while we're on the air. 800 Eight hundred nine one four five. Oops. Eight five. Are we calling? What are we calling the college? I'm calling this yeah. college to see if they still exist. So, oops. Hold on. That's not what I wanted. Why didn't it work? Okay. Eight o Okay, we're gonna call and see if we can tighten up the graphics we, on level three. Can we pretend to be Russian? Uh, I don't even the number know. Number you have dialed is unallocated
2: what oh it's
1: unallocated man
3: they couldn't catch that guy on a slightly better day what happened did he find out he lost the lottery jeez you got how many lines did he have to record where that's the reading that they came up with him
1: it was really bad you're not wrong it was so bad all
0: right well that number is unallocated
3: apparently apparently westwood college
0: online is no longer a uh Thing. You'll no longer be able to enroll in Westwood College.
3: I yeah. guess we know what all the Elcor from Mass Effect got jobs doing. <laughs> Jesus!
1: Wow, that's a deep cut on the Mass Chat room. Progress. Doxing, strike incoming! To, yeah. I had to
0: think. It, who the Elcor? Oh, oh yeah. I get it. Sad oh, you know
1: what? Confirmation,
3: the number you have dialed <laughs> has been disconnected.
1: It says, uh, oh, were they scamming and they got shut down, Benjamin says? There may have been some news about this. Um, Anyway, it's pretty bad and I love it and I'm glad we called it because now we know. Now we've learned.
0: Abdominal tension. <laughs> I went to use the washroom but someone else was in it.
1: <laughs> he's really sad. Now I want him now I'm worried about him. Hope he's okay. Good luck Westwood College guy. We barely knew you. It says not intended for residents of Texas or Massachusetts for whatever reason. So <laughs> They don't like those guys. Yeah. Not very cool. <laughs> Westwood Online. <laughs> Everyone could
0: have come, but except those people.
1: Yeah. Uh, I am going to try their website, westwoodonline.edu. Let's just see. Okay. Westwood. Well, oh, dead. Okay. Well, they're gone. That's it. They're gone. <laughs> Is
3: that what it says on the site? Just the <laughs> it's dead? just a picture of Eeyore, and he's going, sorry, the website doesn't <laughs> exist. <laughs> uh, I hope more people Tempical. hear this
1: episode than, than just the core people. Cause that's one of the funniest exchanges we've had. All right. Uh, what else? Uh, that's that, uh, among us still a threat is what I'm saying. It's a fun game. And I'm not even saying, by the way, I'm not saying get rid of that iconic look hundred percent. Keep it just. Let's have some high resolution sprites in there. Or if you're going to do stuff, don't even have to do polygonal. I don't care. Just make it a pretty game. The environments look like somebody made them on MS paint and imported them at the lowest possible resolution and it barely yeah. kind of just works, and it's functional. And I know to some people there's there's value in that, right? Like it's it's like dirty and edgy and and gross, and that kind of makes it cool. And I get that, but I think you could go, you could make, you could do better. That's all I'm
0: saying. Because you you put in the show notes, or someone did that. I had six hundred thousand viewers. Like they don't. It's like a, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like this whole game exists because of Twitch. Like well yeah it doesn't it, matter at this point point. and they had you know?
1: said they said well we're gonna um we're gonna start or sorry they said okay so when the thing took off for them they were starting work on among us too and then when things really took off they said uh maybe we just focus on this thing because it's a cash cow what are we doing mm. so they canceled yeah. the other thing and i would rather see them throw resources into like making their live game of among us just make it a prettier game i mean i the The newer level's already showing some of that. Like, the newest level looks kind of nice compared to the other stuff, but most right. people play the original level, so... Well, I, I mean,
3: that's the part that makes me laugh a little bit mm. is the fact that, you know, it looks the way it does, which, again, is fine. It's fine. But then they're like, hey... We added a new level. It's like, well, how long did that take? Like, I can. <laughs> you want another new level? I can do a PNG file for you right now that'll be on par.
1: Wow, you're not wrong. PNG's fired. Yeah, or- it's not bad. Now PNG is a good good example because uh, uh, <laughs> I assume they need to put a lot of transparent stuff in there. But like, if they're, if their big takeaway from all of the success is maybe we can make more money on the back end with cosmetics and stuff and I think that they could, that stuff's got to look better. You can't charge for it, and that's why they don't now. Like, the hats you put on now and the pets you get and all that stuff, as far as I know, you don't have to pay for any of that. There may be some DLC that includes some stuff, but for the most part, those hats and things are just garbage. So if they want to up that game, I don't know what they want to do. I shouldn't speak for them. I mean,
0: I think somebody could crack that. the Those hat JPEGs could be cracked out in an hour, right? Like, how much...
1: Yeah, value, oh, do definitely. they
0: really, like yeah. 20 cents? Like I, I don't know. It's...
1: I don't know either. I, I'll bet not. I'll bet you could get a buck a hat. i bet you could get people to pay a buck for those hats. Somebody that's, makes that's, a...
0: Yeah, it's uh, a gold mine. They made themselves a gold mine.
1: They did, and I hope to take advantage of it. So good luck, guys. I still like your game. Uh, no so, Man's Sky expedition. could have been doing Bitcoin. I'm oh, yep. sorry. We're, we're, we're hey, on. we're going to get to that. Don't you worry, Bo. We're getting to your Bitcoin. <laughs> Bo has a rant today, and I'm stoked about it. It's going to be great. I don't even know what you're going to go off on. Well, I kind of do, but
0: no, no. I just like like. Anyways, graphics cards are used for Bitcoin or making shitty low effort JPEGs. That they could, it's better than Bitcoin when you can make low effort
1: JPEGs and sell them. Well, more on that coming up. I can promise you. Um, all right, No Man's Sky Expeditions. They added uh, uh seasons to a new multiplayer mode game. I've not tested this or played it, but John, I see you've spent some time in there. Have you seen anything? Around this expeditions I, patch or update,
3: I tried it. I didn't do a lot of it. And I got to say, like, it's a very cool idea. So, on its surface, it's almost kind of like Diablo 3's seasons. Yeah. Where basically you go in, you've got objectives that are like the objectives that you would normally have playing the game. And uh, they kind of, you start as a random version of the character, like I was a, a Viking. When I started, instead of the normal traveler, I already had a ship. I was just plopped down on a planet. They're like, go. I didn't have to fix my scanner or any of that initial tutorial stuff. And they're just sort of like, okay, you're there, go. Um, And you have to hit like little landmarks and you unlock these uh, patches, as you do, that are just like, hey, you've achieved this. Now you've achieved this. Now you've achieved this. And as you go, they're kind of like built-in achievements that unlock rewards that I believe unlock on an account level, so it's not just this playthrough of the game, but you now will have that in additional playthroughs. Um, And they've put in some cool stuff, like there's an alternate version of the jetpack that looks a little cooler. Uh, You can get a gold version of the collector's edition ship that they put with that game if you go far enough in the season. And it's going to be a limited bit of uh, time that you can do it. Um, it's a really neat idea, and I think it's something that is a real benefit to the game. The only thing I don't like, and the only complaint I have, and it's a small one, is uh, that it is highly encouraging the multiplayer aspect for it. So, right. when I was dropped on the planet, I was dropped on a planet with a bunch of other people.
1: Oh, randos, and, and it just puts you, it just forces you together. You don't. Well, I guess you could pick if you're already in a group or something, right?
3: Yeah. And I mean, I could get in a ship and I could take off and I could ditch him and just be gone and be on my own and do my own thing. But it doesn't change the fact that during the initial part where I'm like, okay, let me get in the ship. Let me figure out what I want to do. That there was a a dipshit just running around the ship, like blasting his laser at me. Mm -hmm. And it's like. That's not really what I come to No Man's Sky for. Mm -hmm. Like, it's fun having dumb fun with friends. Like, if the three of us were doing it, we'd probably have a good time with it. Mm -hmm. But No Man's Sky is very much a solo experience for me. Mm -hmm. And so I think this is a really cool mode, um, just like Diablo 3 Seasons. But it's something that I have to want to engage with the multiplayer aspect on. And it's not really giving that option out the gate. Mm -hmm. Again, I could avoid it. I could just go, well ditching you noobs by jet off to a different planet that is not discovered. And, you know, in theory, be away from all these people. But I just, I think it's a really cool concept and I, I would hope that they can take part of it and maybe translate it into the more solo isolated experience, which is what I enjoy in that game. Cause I enjoy that feel a little bit better.
1: Yeah, I do too. To me, it feels like a game. I love being the lone um, for lack of a better way of explaining it the way I feel when I play a Metroid game I like that feeling of it's a vast amount of space and I'm the only one that's trying to figure out what the shit's going on and there's some aliens and stuff but really this comes down to me getting work done and there's something I like about that in that game yeah. so I'm kind of with you on that although you're right if it was us we'd have fun but would we have fun consistently I just don't know if this mode's that big a deal other than another sign that they are just continually willing to tack onto that game and make it better and add stuff for all sorts of players all the time. And it blows my mind that they do it. Um, And don't ask for more money. I don't know how they're doing it. So,
0: So I've had a chance to play a lot of multiplayer in this recently. I've had like five or six sessions of multiplayer in it. So I can say that you're not missing out on much. It seems better. (laughs) Yeah, It seems better. It sounds better than it it is because everyone, you've got your own quests and your own stuff to repair and build that it's like you're kind of doing the solo thing, but with friends. Does
2: mm-hmm.
0: that makes sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like there really isn't a lot of meaningful multiplayer gameplay, even the Nexus missions. And we tried one of the derelict ships. Like it's fun to play with friends, like having people there to chat with and do it. Like it's not, it's not bad, but it's not mind-blowingly like, oh, this is way better with friends. Like yeah. Vermintide, you need friends to play with for that to be awesome. But this game, you're like, like the fact that you're playing solo, it's you're not missing out on much. I guess is what I'm gonna say. So right, I feel but good about that.
1: <laughs> like someone, yeah. someone in the chat room said, "How do they keep adding this stuff if they're not selling anything new?" And from what I can tell, at, like every time they do an update like this, a massive update, and they really do get the word out pretty well. You see it all over social media and stuff uh that the game ends up in their top 10 that day. So they're just selling more of the game every time they have something cool to say about it. And I think that method's working for the kind of studio they are for the size that they are. They're um, a
0: small dev team and they're working right. on a, another project. I don't know when that's expected, but they're working on something new as well.
1: Yeah, they got something new going on. They just put out their that weird little uh puzzly kind of adventure thing that so i heard was called great. like
3: the last campfire the last campfire. Like that. oh, that that's out it.
1: that's out, yeah. that's out. Yeah. that might be what well, we were maybe. talking about Bo. yeah that is yeah. people love realize, really like that a lot and it's on everything phones all the way up to uh, actually it's a it's an apple arcade game which means it's mobile exclusive there but it's also Oh, see so yeah, it's not on steam yet oh that's right it's on epic that's where it is ah, reviews were strong seen. though people really dug it so uh, when that gets to steam, eventually you'll probably give that a shot. I I'll definitely play it at some point. I just haven't, haven't gotten around to it, but, um, but yeah, like it's, uh, it's a, it's a, it, that game's an anomaly for me. It's such an interesting story. Um, I hope those noclip guys, maybe they haven't, I haven't seen it, but I'd love them to do like a whole thing from the crazy announcement of that thing and the insane amount of hype that surrounded it. Sony's involvement, a couple of E3s in a row, high expectations, abysmal launch in 2016 with a lot of very unhappy people and then this build back of trust and not and 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 then going way beyond building back that trust and and actually you know turning this into one of the best games of its ilk if not the best like that's a fascinating story and i'd like to know more about it so i bet they do they're just a tiny team they just live far away (laughs) so
3: I have a theory of what's coming next, too. I think some cool ship customization stuff's coming to that game in the future, because they, uh, in this patch, they remodeled all of the science vessel classification ships. They all look Hmm. much better, much more high def, much, uh, much more defined. And the thing that I've always thought playing No Man's Sky is, man, it'd be cool if there was a way to, like, customize your ship a little bit more rather than just like sit in a starport going i hope a cool ship comes by (laughs) like it'd be it'd be neat to be able to like actually take it apart and put different parts on a on another ship and make something a little more custom and if they're up in all those models that might be something that happens
0: they do have an upgrade panel for the ships now which was new from the last time i played recently like you can add inventory slots and there are there is a way to upgrade it I just haven't really dug into it but that's new right? yeah, you but can, you mean you visually. can upgrade
3: the yeah I mean visually you yeah mean you visually, can upgrade yeah. the classification of the ship so you if you you really like the look of like a D class ship you can bump it up to where it's got the shielding and engines and power and all of that of a S class Um, and you can also add inventory which is nice because the default s-class ships have notoriously small inventories yeah
0: yeah.
3: Um, Yeah, that's why i didn't use my s-class because i'm like i've got
0: a c-tier ship with tons of inventory space why would i ever switch away
3: yeah so i think it'd be cool if they if they went that route or even just added a bunch of new ships like i feel like i've seen so much of what's there that You know, part of what was exciting about that game early on was like, oh, look at that ship. Oh, look at that ship. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So I, I hope something like that's coming down the line. And honestly, I hope they do more with this expeditions thing because i am a chronic every time they put out a new patch i start over and i am getting a little sick of running through that story it's (laughs) it's kind of an optional story but at the same time it's sort of not in places
2: sure
3: um and this does provide a path to have a different start to that game to start over and not have to do the whole artemis quest and stuff like that so i think it's i think it's a really neat First step. I just want to see it expand a little more and maybe a little more focus for the people that are playing by themselves. Um, I don't mind them expanding multiplayer too, but that's just not how I'm going to play that game.
1: Did you? I, oh, go ahead, Bob. I just, my
0: secret wish would be for them to make combat in both space and on the ground actually fun.
1: Yeah. It's so, it's so bad. Like, it's so easy. It's just easy. You're just like, okay. Yeah. Like, it's not like it's bad, bad in a bad, bad way. It's bad in that well you're right it's just it's really simple point and shoot and it's just like, enough it's to it. it's not get the bad it's just
0: not fun let's say that one there you go yeah yeah,
1: yeah. i agree with that especially like it for combat. an hour
0: and then i'm like okay
1: like uh, ground ground yeah, combat in particular i don't like um it just feels clanky and weird and 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 like no one really gave him much of a thought the space stuff i think is okay because i i really don't spend that much time shooting anybody up there so maybe it hasn't bothered me as much i guess but You know, all I've had is if you do
0: like that, but it's like it's just you do the hunt pirates stuff or Mm -hmm. there's some nexus missions that are to eliminate spaceships. Yeah. And like, I don't know. There there is just mechanically. It's not very interesting. The enemies aren't interesting. You just kind of, you know, it's the same sort of thing. It's just not. I don't know. I just wish it was more fun. I don't I can't really say what they
1: should do. I just know that it's not that gets old. Well, Gantor in the chat says, care for are now We're now stepping into star citizen territory. That's an interesting take. <laughs> like at what point well, does the game slow down and go, well, or not slow down, but you know, but at what point it start bumping up against those, that level of expectation? I don't, I don't know. I
0: mean, I don't need it to be a mind blowingly Amazing. Just fun. Like just make it fun. You know, like that's,
3: yeah, yeah. actually one of the also, fun things about the is game is way ahead of star citizen because this game is a game. That oh, it's
1: it an takes. actual game. Yeah. John, Hey, yeah, I don't it. know if you knew this. You can go to various platforms and stores and pay money to buy no man's sky and have a game on your hard drive. Oh. And not have to go spend a grand on a ship to get special versions of it or to play a free weekend. Or I don't even know what freaking wizardry is happening over there. But yes, it's you a know, video what is game. going on there? Yeah. I, don't know. I haven't checked in a while. People it's always get not, after me for this. It's but. the Bitcoin of video games. <laughs> <laughs> You're just setting, but you're teeing Bo up for his rant. I'm so excited. Look, to get I, I
0: don't have this big of a rant, okay? Let's, let's put expectations low on this rant. I don't want to have a cyberpunk of ranting happening. <laughs> I'm
1: excited. <laughs> I'm excited for this because I'm also right currently very annoyed with blockchain business. Yes, we'll have a lot to say, I'm sure. Yeah, we'll have stuff to say. Finally, uh, before and, we get to that the universe. so <laughs> Sony's MLB The Show 21, the most popular and critically acclaimed baseball game maybe ever. I think I think that's fair to say. Usually a PlayStation exclusive, and has been since its inception, PlayStation Two era. I want to say, um, will not only be coming to Xbox, which we already knew that already sounded crazy. They were going to go multi platform with this thing, but it's also on Game Pass. Like that's nuts! You'll just play a Sony exclusive. I'm sorry, previously Sony exclusive, right up until last year's edition. You'll be playing that on a uh, on an Xbox or within that ecosystem on launch day on Game Pass that's insane to me I it, still means, can't believe it
3: what that means is if you're just a fan of MLB the Show the cheapest and easiest way for you to own and play that game is to have an Xbox because then all you have to do is have an Xbox and pay for Game Pass. Yeah,
1: but you probably already are paying for it. If you're not, why are you, you even in that ecosystem? You
3: don't even have to buy the game if you're an Xbox owner. Yeah. You are just going to have it on the launch day for this Sony uh, created title. That's that's nuts.
1: I, I think it's bananas. I'm trying to get my head around what's going on here. So Sony usually very resident or hesitant rather to put their big exclusives of any kind anywhere else. And you could say, well, Horizon Zero Dawn's a good example of them loosening that up a little bit, and I would agree. It's a sign of it, but it's also, you know, a 2017 game. It's been out for quite a bit. It's not like they're really going crazy. It's not like day and date or even six months later or any of that. Uh, with that game coming to PC, in this case, you're talking about your number one console rival, a rival that is already giving you all kinds of heartburn because their services end is truly rivaling what you can produce or what you can perform on, on the PlayStation side. And you're going to take your top performing, uh, in-house developed sports game. That is really popular. And I know a lot of people are like, I don't play space, but sports ball sucks. No more. You know, you don't care about sports games. I get it, but it's massive. All right. Madden every year is massive. Do you know what pays for EA's bills? Madden, FIFA, NHL. That's what pays the bills. At EA, everyone's always wondering how they make it work with all these failures like Anthem and stuff. Oh, I got news for you it's just a lot of football and it's a whole lot of hockey and a whole lot of soccer paying the bills Life over sports. at EA. So, sports yeah. are big on video games and them getting this deal with Microsoft, or I don't know how it worked, but having that happen on Game Pass is just weird. It's weird, but I think they benefit because suddenly the best and you could arguably the only good baseball game on the market. And it's good. I like that game. I play that game when I, you know, when uh, different times, um, been a couple years, but I like the show and, uh, I'll definitely play it on game pass. Like I'm actually really excited about this, but I think Microsoft just gets to extend their sports brand a little bit and say, There are a lot of people on Xbox who are just Xbox fans and love it and are dedicated to the platform, and they always get Call of Duty there or whatever, and there's sports fans there. We want to get them to why not make a little extra money on this thing. It's not going to hurt us, but it does definitely benefit Microsoft, so I don't know. It's a crazy thing. Can't believe it's happening, but it's happening. Help, help. It's happening. Um, Is this the first? I don't know if it's the first. It probably is, though, right? What else is Sony yeah. to put on there?
0: Uh, I mean, nothing comes to mind that seems like a Sony property. So, like...
1: I yeah. mean, my Sony owned... Um,
3: I think it's definitely the first day and date for release. That's, right? for,
1: that's for sure. Pretty,
3: yeah. I feel pretty confident saying that might not be the first time that a Sony-made game is coming to Game Pass or Xbox, but it's... Yeah, it's the the first time that I think we've had a a launch where it's going to be on both consoles at launch and on Game Pass.
1: And in one case, you got to spend $79 for it. In the other case, your rival's platform that you have gone ahead and put it on, whatever deal you made, is not going to cost $79. Players are going to just play it because they already paid their $15 that month. Mm-hmm. That's just bonkers to me. It's bonkers to me, but it's fine and it's good, and I'm excited because I really like the that series. So um, we'll give that a shot and see how it goes. Speaking of Game Pass, I have a. Uh, I played a lot of games this week. As you can see from my list, it's a little insane. But <laughs> yes. but the one of the the one at the bottom, I'm very excited about from, uh, from a. From all sorts of perspectives, because you know, okay, let me say, well, me, you know what? Before we get to any of that, sorry, I'm jumping ahead. We're going. To, we're gonna dive into Bo's rant. Hold on. Here's the Bozone layer. <laughs> Bo, go it's off. Not a, go it's off. Not a rant. I know it's not a rant, but I still want to hear you do it. Go off, will you, please, on Bitcoin and how they can all f off. Tell me why. What's going on? Uh. Well. Okay. So
0: I, as as we browse through for news <laughs> before the show, I saw this headline that said something like. Bitcoin company pays 30 million. What is it? 30 billion, 30 million. I got to open the article. Uh, it's on PC gamer, $30 million in graphics cards. Mm. Um, well, okay. So I read it a little bit incorrectly because I thought they meant graphics cards. Turns out these are GPUs that are designed for mining particularly. So we're not talking GTX, you know, thirty eighties or something like that. Right. But still, I'm trying to out here to get myself an Xbox or a PS five or something, or I don't know, build a computer and hope prices are reasonable. And these assholes that are participating in today's version of a gold rush, which is, you know, money for nothing, right? Let me run some computers and then it'll make me money because computer magic. They're buying up all the, the gaming hardware for nothing just to get rich and also, you know, in a very unsustainably like this, this isn't a good thing, like to be just running computers for the, just to make money. Like at least we're playing video games and watching movies with our electronics, or I don't know, communicating with loved ones. Like it's so annoying that people are just using it to just run it for no reason other than to get rich quick and then make it harder for me to get my gaming (laughs) hardware. So F you guys, Uh I wish it would stop. Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah. Please stop. Okay.
1: No, this is ranty. I like it. Now here, here's what I would say to you. Uh, you're not wrong and I do hate it. I hate it. Um, it's annoying and it shouldn't happen the way it happens. And it's also relatively, although it's a few years now, but it's relatively new as a phenomenon. So, What's happened is both AMD and NVIDIA and others have got have had to start making a a shift and say, all right, well, instead of having all of the graphics cards swooped up because they are particularly good at at Bitcoin mining uh, and Ethereum and everything else, we're going to make cryptocurrency ready cards that don't have any benefits video card wise. These are the kind you're talking about earlier that just are good at the Bitcoin mining and lousy at GPU computer gaming and in theory that means that they just gained a whole new side of their business and they can manufacture for that side but the problem right now is not that because that is what they're going to do and that is what they're planning to do and in some ways they already are doing this the problem is there's a massive chip shortage in this country or in the world and nobody can get chips for anything at the rate they used to all the all of the supply chain stuff is impacted mostly covid reasons but some other reasons. It's complex. Tom Merritt did a really great extra episode of his of his tech show about it to sort of help inform people. But but basically, it comes down to massive chip shortages across the board. So PlayStation 5's even more delayed because of it. Xbox Series X and S's more delayed because of it. Phones delayed because of it. Um, all sorts that of stuff. Game
3: Boy. Game Boy. That Game Boy isn't coming out. Right. <laughs> all that stuff
1: hosed as a result of the chip shortage and demand is also at an all time high. So there's this combination of factors that are going into it. Once that it should gets, be illegal, it should be. But once that gets to, well, I don't know if it should be illegal. You know, I'll tell you why, because <laughs> everything you've
0: just described, you can argue, I don't like it or I do like it. They're creating a value of good or a good of value. Yeah. People who mine Bitcoin are doing nothing. They're literally, even if they had a supply from a different source, they're burning like the community's energy resources that we use to make cars and to make shit just to make money, just to be rich. They produce zero value in the world. They literally mine a coin mm-hmm. that has value, but does nothing for nowhere for nobody. Like it, it does absolutely zero good in the world. Like TV maybe does zero good, but it provides someone with entertainment. It's a you know good value. Like, It does nothing but burn, it's just burn, it's like, why, in order to, imagine if with gas, I could run my car in the garage by putting a brick, putting it in neutral, putting a brick on the accelerator and just burn the engine, and every now and then, like a dollar bill popped out (laughs) of the exhaust. Like, that's what you're doing, that's what Bitcoin mining is. Uh, Like, it's stupid, it's just a stupid thing, like, in concept and in principle, and every time I see someone that's a Bitcoin proponent, I'm like, they look. As stupid as they sound, I'm sorry. I'm going to be super insulting, but you're dumb to think this is like a good idea in any way. You just want to have something for nothing, right? And that's 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 all. And then these companies are like, let's make a whole company, which is what the gold rush is. Except at least with the gold rush, you could walk out into the bush and no one ever would see you again if you died from something out there, and it's it's just all on you. <laughs> you're not using the world's like limited, finite resources. Uh, in uh, just burning money on the, in this accelerator version like it is so stupid for so many reasons right and, and like we need to like outlaw it. this needs to be illegal
1: like uh, I, what on. i like about that whole scene the only thing i like about it is the is blockchain technology as a general concept is rad but that exists with or without any cryptocurrency without all this other stuff they just use the blockchain chain for permanent ledger ability and like you know the the, the whole need for permanence when sure. it comes to crypto it's, it's stuff. It's a marvel of of puzzle engineering
0: and, and technology. Right, it's incredible. Sure.
1: The blockchain's amazing. And the blockchain has a billion no, no uses. Doubt. Has a billion uses, many more beneficial to a lot of things that we don't even know about yet because we're just getting started with it. Um, you're not wrong about the gold rush mentality, how it feels to me. I'm not saying this is exactly how it is. And I know we're going to have listeners who dabble in the market. So we're not, you know, I'm not calling anybody out. I'm just going to say that uh, it does feel like um gold you're rushing for the gold and then a bunch of you're gonna get some gold. Some of you. It's a little bit of a multi-level marketing campaign. There's a bunch of you at the top are gonna to get a bunch of the that. And then it then it's bubbles and goes away. Or it doesn't go away, but it spreads out so bad that nobody makes anything. And then what'd you do? You spent half the amazon burning computers to, to freaking mine your gold and then what you have all the money and then the other people still don't have the oh, money right. and now we just have more and disparity
0: the, to and- maintain the money we still have to burn energy to keep those ledgers active like the whole thing's predicated on a notion that we have all this energy like if you think about it from a sim city perspective right your buildings cost energy right and if you if you're like if you get a, a building that take, uses too much energy. Too early, or we you know it's unsustainable until you get tech that makes it infinite. And who knows, maybe we'll build a Dyson sphere and we'll have all the energy we need to keep a crypto ledger going. But like, I don't really think that's the world we're living in right now. I think there's a massive environmental problem, and we're already trying to figure those problems out. And it's like some schmucks come along and be like, yeah, we don't really care about that. Let's just put, you know, again, the brick on the accelerator and just burn it even harder let's hasten (laughs) the burning of resources and the stupidity of of what we're going through instead of helping. You know, it's just a a lot of people who might have smart ideas on actual things that could help people instead of just going the complete other direction. And and I don't know, I hate it. And and I really... was just ignoring it, but now that I can't get a PS5, I'm super irritated. (laughs) (laughs) Because arguably, like, I don't really want it for that great of a purpose either. You could level my same argument at just, like, buying a console every five years. Why is one console a lifetime not enough? Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But, like, at least we're doing something with it.
1: Right. Uh, it's easy to get down some, some rabbit holes though. Like is uh, someone in the chat who is a Dwight Schrute famously from the office and the chat says, um, I wonder if Twitch is carbon neutral. That's a great question. I don't, I doubt it. I doubt that, that probably not. Twitch has found that equilibrium and figured out a way I, I can't imagine they have, um, YouTube freaking no way. Google is a whole, no way. Um, Apple keeps claiming it or they keep, you know claiming inroads toward it by moving to clean energy for all of their manufacturing and everything's recyclable now like they seem like they're making actual efforts in that direction and other companies as well but Who's carbon neutral? I don't know anyone. (laughs) Like,
0: why is it important for 600,000 people to burn energy on their computers watching among us a shitty MS paint game (laughs) 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 that is the least representative of our technological capabilities in gaming? Like, what a waste to be burning that much energy on a low graphics game.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. This, by the way, I just want to make this statement. This is why I love doing this show. Uh, Not to toot our own horn, but I love when we go down paths like this, when we have to think, we don't always know, sometimes it's, you know, we we say things we're less self-informed about, you guys help us out with that, whatever, but discussing the broader issues, the weird details, the, the inroads, the outroads of gaming, it's so much more to me than just you know, a, a line and a patch note about a game I like. Like it's, uh, I love. That. I
0: mean, this is the people are going to talk about this in the history books. Like this era was weird. Like it is weird. They burned resources <laughs> like crazy. Uh, <laughs> they argued about like they, it was just. There's so much nuance that they're not going to even understand. Like maybe if we go back to books and we don't know, no longer have computers and they're just trying to figure out the, the the information age and the mythical beings that lived during those age and. The, Like literally, the next thing we're going to talk about is a cyberpunk headline. It's (laughs) and it's 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 literally from a cyberpunk thing. Like, there, I I just try to imagine two hundred years from now, when we're we won't be more technologically advanced. At some point, we will have a regression, and people are going to look at our age and go, "Like, they were crazy those golden era people." (laughs) Like, you know, like, yeah,
1: yeah. Part of it is like you you the SimCity comparison is a good one you don't see with Bitcoin or anything like my use of Netflix. I don't get to see the carbon produced or the oil being used or a tank full of mystical blue video game liquid. I don't get to see it go down. Right. So if I watch it, what am I, I don't see it. It's all so separated. It's kind of like food. Now I don't, when I sit down to a nice grilled chicken, I never go, wonder how his head came off. Was it a machine? Did it bleed all over the place? What did the other chickens think? Were they stressed out? Does that meat taste different? Because it's like I don't have to yeah. think about any of that because it's just there in a neat package, <laughs> verified to be healthy and not full of pathogens. Open it up, cook it up, eat my chicken. Never had to deal with that bird. It was shitting all over the place when its head was cut off for all I know. Didn't have to deal with it because here it is, perfectly packaged. But the- so I don't have to see it. When you don't see it, you don't know what's happening. And when you don't know what's happening... You're suddenly mining Bitcoin, and then you find out later that you contributed to whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the problem with this. It's just so far removed because we just expect the power to be on. It's
3: on. Look at this. Power's on. Yeah. All these lights. Two monitors. Hey. The the problem is is sometimes we do see the connection, but we don't make it. Yeah, you know, that's true. a boat gets stuck in a canal. And all of a sudden, everybody's like, we got to buy toilet paper, toilet paper. Get get out there, buy toilet paper, we're going to be out of toilet paper. Get toilet paper. It's like a boat got stuck in a canal, and this is now our life, is frantically (laughs) buying toilet paper and stuff because a boat got stuck. Like, maybe the lesson we should learn from this um, is how fragile the things we take for granted actually is. Like, a big shipping boat got stuck, and now there's a buying spree on products inside your communities. Like that's all it takes. That's all it takes is one little like, whoops. Yeah. And all of a sudden your life's in chaos. Yeah. You know, it, it doesn't necessarily take a pandemic to get to that point. It, it, it's very fragile and we don't treat it that way. We treat it like we have, you know, it doesn't matter. I can always get toilet paper. Toilet paper is easy to get. Yeah. Amazon just grocery store. Right. It's just, but let's we'll throw it over a house. That's how much toilet paper we got. Yeah,
1: When I was growing up, I'd throw it over my neighbor's yard. That's how much I knew <laughs> yeah. there was plenty of toilet paper.
3: Yeah, I only ever tried to toilet paper a house once and it didn't go well.
1: Um, uh, we I've done did it about 12 pro- times when I was a kid. And one time it went really poorly and I never did it again. There were police involved. You got busted? You got busted. Yeah. You
0: got, oh. you got busted.
1: <laughs> I got busted. There were cops. There was a homeowner Shit, with a shotgun, sucks. or at least a, we thought it was. It was probably not even a real rifle, but he was threatening us with it. Just a real bad time. And I never did it again. I think I was like 15 or something, 16, maybe. Yeah.
3: Here's my toilet papering story. We were too excited about doing it. So we went out before (laughs) it was dark, just a bunch of kids walking around at dusk with a giant bag of toilet paper. We went up to the house. We had decided we were going to toilet paper. And again, It was dark enough to where you, you know, there were deep, dark shadows, but you could clearly see if somebody was standing out in the open, you could see them. We walked up to this house. We got out the first roll of toilet paper. We threw it up into the air. And from the porch, the family that was sitting out on the porch watching a bunch of idiots walk up to their house and start this went, what are you guys doing? And we did not realize they were sitting there. It was just dark (laughs) enough to keep them (laughs) hidden. But we were out in the open just getting ready to toilet paper their house, and we yelled and we ran away, and we lost one roll of toilet paper, which remained in their yard, and that was That's the first funny. and last time I ever toilet papered a
1: house. You think they used it? The toilet paper went to use at all? <laughs> I hope a use so. Out of it? I
3: hope they just went out there like stupid kids, and now we got an extra roll of toilet paper yeah. to take it in.
1: Well, I'm going to put this picture of John here to remind everyone what he might have looked like if he had a can on his head while he was toilet papering everybody.
3: Uh huh. Yeah, that's yeah, important. That's the it one. Would have been exactly that.
1: Um. All right. Let's uh. Let's move on. That was a great rant, Bo. We went places. That's why I love these. Don't don't ever hold back right. on those because uh, they're interesting. I just, interesting. Don't, I just don't, didn't want it to be to be overhyped. Yeah. No. No. It's all good. You're like the. You were trying not to go full uh, cyberpunk with your with our expectations. I don't
0: prepare these ahead of time. but just whatever yeah. happens in the moment happens. You know. Yeah.
1: But we're all just here learning, hanging out, doing what we got to do. Okay, what else is going on? I know. Uh, we're going we're gonna to do some Dear Martha Steam reviews. Uh, this is a new thing we do on the show. I love doing it because uh, it's just a great way to carry this forward. And it turns out it was kind of an amazing thing. So John will now give us a couple of reviews, uh, a pro and a con review for Zoo Planet. Now, Brian, uh, my understanding... Or Brian... <laughs> I almost called you Randy. What's your freaking name, John? Do you want me to start with the, the, which one's which here? Ken Burns first. Well,
3: uh, yeah. So this week we're going to do something a little different. We're going to do a dueling review for Zoo Planet. Yeah. Or Planet Zoo. Okay. I don't remember which one. Planet Zoo, I it's think is correct. Yeah. I wrote it names? both ways and now I don't know what it is. What it's a is. very good, good game. You
1: know very good game. I
3: want
0: to do a, I would do intro like, uh, you know, <laughs> Hearthstone style.
2: Oh, okay.
3: So, uh, so it's a dueling review. We're going to get a positive review for Planet Zoo, and we're going to get a negative review for Planet Zoo. And you just make up you know, your own mind based on who you want to believe.
1: All right. Which right. Oh, we'll music? start
3: with the Dear Martha. Okay,
1: the Dear Martha. Here we go. Enjoy.
3: My dearest Martha, I come to you today with a review for Planet Zoo. Martha, get at a discount. Very good game. However, a lot of animals end up being the same species. Just look a little different. There's like five species of dog and bear, LMAO. (laughs) On top of that, some things are not very well rigged, like climbing and jumping look so weird. But it's peaceful, relaxing, and good way to exercise some creative juices. Or just watch some pretty animals do their thing. The music is amazing. And the graphics are breathtaking sometimes. Plus, there's so much to build, and I'm always excited to add animals to my zoo. It is a whole project every time. So if you like building or just watching animals, I would definitely recommend. Yours in this life and the next, Azura's Disciple. <laughs>
1: Disciple, wow! I don't know why that's so. That's intense name that guy's got. All right, now we move. Positive
3: review. That was the positive review. Yeah, that was the positive review. We're going to go to the negative one. I need to be completely clear. Besides the beginning and the end, I am reading these exactly as written. I am not taking any liberties. Fair,
1: fair enough. All right, hold on to your butts for this one, everyone. Here we go.
3: My dearest Marta. (laughs) <laughs> this game is sucks big time. <laughs> Try to dig tunnel. Path is block. <laughs> Try to build something. This cannot. That cannot. <laughs> Don't create game where everything I cannot do. Yours truly, CBCBCB. CBCBCB. <laughs>
1: name cbcbcb
3: is that really his name Okay. read that line again what is it tunnel block path is block (laughs) this game is sucks big time (laughs) try to dig tunnel path is block try to build something this cannot that cannot
2: (laughs) (laughs) this cannot that
3: cannot don't create game where everything I cannot do
1: oh that's really good (laughs) It's amazing.
0: Yeah, it sounds like a shit game. Thanks to the review. Uh, can, CBC, I can, can I follow reviewers? Can
1: I like click on that guy and see everything he's ever reviewed? Because he sounds that's like a really, magic man. It's a good yeah, Maybe what can you find him in the community section of Pro- probably right? Probably. Isn't there just like yeah, a name? CBCBCB. I think that's how Steam works. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. All right, quality work, well done. Time for this. Yeah, games we played. Now look. I sometimes have a problem and that problem manifests itself in a kind of a weird, this may be ADHD behavior. I don't know what this is, but once in a while I will get hooked on a genre in such a way that I have to then tear through all of the, uh, uh, all the examples I can find of said genre until I find the gold. And sometimes the first game I try is the gold and other times not, but In lieu of me playing Shipbreaker, which right now is on hiatus until they have their new patch, because I'm not going to do more progression if they're going to wipe my progression. So I'm waiting for their patch. No problem when they do it. I just need them to do it. Been waiting forever. It hasn't happened. Uh, I kind of went down a bit of a rabbit hole. I got a key from the company that makes Mech Mechanic Simulator, currently on Steam in open access or early access, not open. And uh, that game is exactly what you think it is uh, imagine living in like Battletech universe. Okay. And Bo, let's say you're there. You're, you live in the Battletech universe and back on some mm-hmm. home planet in a city somewhere. It's all very cyberpunk to be honest outside. And it's always raining. It seems like a lot of little hover cars, buildings that are huge and way overcrowded, but you're inside of your mech mechanic garage of sorts that's situated in the city. It's first person. So you're just, you know, running around like a shooter kind of. And, uh, You accept orders to fix people's mechs, and by people I mean usually organizations, sometimes mercenary organizations or uh, Mm -hmm. governments or whatever. Uh, You take contracts that might be a number of mechs that need to be worked on. Sometimes it's just a single mech. And by doing this, you earn money, but you also unlock perks and uh, capabilities so your garage continues to expand. You can take on more jobs, more stuff during those jobs, like repainting mechs or... Uh, washing them or lasering off any rust on parts, or there's all sorts of like cable harness fixer stuff. Think Hmm. of it as like a car garage, but for massive war mechs. And when you initiate this, you say, all right, I'll take this job. Giant met comes through this big open door in your ceiling, opens up and a big met comes down on two big harnesses, drop down from some kind of carrier ship. And then into your room. And then your job is to go look at the work order. All right, well, it says I need to clean it. So you hose it down. Make sure you have enough fuel in the hose thing. Okay, cool. Do this all in first person. Tells you you've cleaned him. Then you scan him for anomalies. Try to find out what parts need fixing and or replacing. And that mech might have three wires that are bad in his left arm. But then in his control unit in the back of his head uh, or back, there's like... Uh, a broken solenoid and some other part you have to buy new. There's no way to repair it. And you'll see these things now after the scan, you'll kind of see them translucently through this mech. And then you're now, now you decide, okay, I'm going to take these parts and I'm going to put them over here on the work table and get started on them. So you literally, it zooms you up to the mech and you disconnect some wires and some, there's harness stuff on the back and out comes the arm. And now the arms in like an anti grav little hover table and wait for you and then while you're doing that you have two of these tables to start with so i'm gonna take his leg and then put that on the other table and then i'm gonna go around to those tables and this is where the game really gets going you are presented with this awesome detailed really high resolution awesome looking meg uh, uh, mech leg right and then you zoom in there and see oh there's this purple highlighted wire that needs to come out of this little joint or whatever is bad And you got to like kind of puzzle game style. This is like car mechanic for any of those who've played that game from 2018. It's very similar to that. Um, You just start removing parts. Some of them have to be unscrewed, taking out screws, pull out the things. It's all done with just mouse control and you're kind of zooming around it and stuff in and out. And then you get to the part. And when you finally get there and all the other parts have been taken off to get to it, you take that part and you look at it. Okay. Well, it says it has electrical damage. I can fix that. So you take that part out, escape out of the interface, go to this machine in the sort of uh, the other side of the room that lets you um, uh, machine it, like laser fix it and do some laser stuff to fix this thing and and put it in good enough shape to go back in. If it's too far gone, you can buy a new one right there with like a little store interface on your tablet and just say, well, I'll get a new leg or whatever or a new part for this leg. Um, And you can do that as well. But then you go back, you put it in and then you put all those other parts back where you had, where they, they all had to come off to get to it. They all go back in the order they were put on. Screw them all in, be done survey it again make sure you didn't miss anything put it back Hmm. on the mech do this for what other parts need to be done you check your manifest it says you need to add this color to it okay cool so you put it in the big giant paint room put a little color on it take it out one last thing upgrade the firmware to 1.0 it's currently at 0.5 or whatever do a little software upgrade those are expensive so you don't want to do those if you don't have to but anyway long story then you say, okay, I'm done. Finish order. says you're going to get 30 grand for this job. And if you did it right, you will. And sometimes bonuses for being fast or whatever. And then the mech gets sucked back up out and you know, pulled by those harnesses back up to some carrier ship job done, rinse and repeat, and then just keep going, build out your garage, get better hardware, tougher jobs come in contracts with bigger corporations. You have a kind of a rep system in there. So the more you do for certain corporations, the better rep you have unlocks perks and that sort of stuff. I got completely obsessed with this game. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds cool. How oh, many mechs have you repaired? Oh, I don't I even know. I'd lost count. There's no, I don't even know. It's so many. I'm sure I could, there's probably a number somewhere. Cause there's like a computer terminal in this game where you go get all fiddly with like, you know, what's in your garage and what you paid for. And there's also kind of a stock market in the mech companies and you can invest a little bit of money in one or two to see if the numbers go up. And if they do, you can sell your stock and make money. <laughs> if they lose money, you leave it in there. You can, if you yeah, want, it's right. a really small part yeah. of it. It's like not a big deal. It sort of all just goes toward this whole, you're trying to be the source for all the big mech makers to come to. And a lot of it's kind of clandestine. Like you're not supposed to exist. Um, mm. You're not supposed to How do I put this because you'll do an Unlicensed of, mechanic. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so there's a little bit of that vibe to it and it's, uh, I turned the music off yeah, so black so if,
0: market materials oh, and yeah. stuff like that. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah. There's a blow. there's a whole black market thing where you can sell and buy. Um, sometimes parts are just too damn much on the main store. So you go to the black market one, like, Oh, that's, that's cheaper. And you're not oh, waiting nice. for this stuff. It's like, you know, immediate, it's, it's, gamified, but, but they're also pretty, they're stickly about like, Hey, that those two screws have to be fastened before you can move on to that next part. And so you got to remember to like, see, and do that and do that and move it and whatever. I got completely you know
3: the one it. thing I want listening to this. Yeah. Like the one thing I would add to this and then I'd be like, Oh, this sounds perfect.
1: Yeah.
3: Is, uh, I want instead of an initial, just like you send it off and then you get a report and it's like, you did a perfect job. Here's your, you know, however much money Yeah. I want to see that mech get dropped into combat or whatever job that it does. Mm. And based on how you did, you know, like if you didn't, If you got done and there were bolts still left on the table and you're like, oh, I didn't really find where those went, but I'm sure it'll be fine. I want a little cinematic of that mech charging into battle and then the arm just falls off the mech and then you just see rockets hit it and blow it up. And you're like, oh, I want you to see the consequences (laughs) of uh, your bad mechery. That's not a bad idea. That would be super fun.
1: I do know at some point I get to stomp around in a mech, but I don't know in what context. They haven't really explained that. It's early access. Some of that stuff's not done but I, I think they do want you kind of like in the car mechanic game from 2018. And some of these same people were involved in that. You'd fix up an old 75 fastback or whatever, and you could drive it. Then you could go drive it around. Mm-hmm. I think that they may want you to walk around. Maybe there, there is definitely room in this garage for another expansion. So I could see myself stomping around, making sure things are calibrated and there's a whole station for calibration. So I know that's part of this, but I can't afford it yet. I'm not, I don't have enough money yet to get the calibration station, but, um, it's, it's just got a really good progression to it. You feel like you're making, you know, progress on the overall of I'm making more money. I'm expanding my garage. I'm getting new stuff. It's perking me out. Um, like there's progression just built into the game, but then the minute to minute stuff, which sounds kind of not boring, but like mundane of taking a thing apart. There's something there, man. There's something about taking shit apart and making it work. Now, it's early access, and so, you know, I'm, I'm excited about the final product, but I'm still playing it, but whatever. And I got, then this, this is where the, it blows out and becomes a Scott problem. Um, I ended up picking up House Flipper on sale. It was down to 10 bucks. That game came out in 2018, 2019. <laughs> House Flipper. Yeah, and House Flipper is exactly what you think it is. And it's, I now <laughs> understand why that thing's overwhelmingly positive on Steam and has been since day one. I get it now. I thought I would never get it, but I get it cuz the things they want me to do in that game, I don't want to do in real life like ever. They say my wife could come in here right now and go, "We need to clean this up and sweep this." I'm like, "Oh, can we do it Saturday?" I freaking I don't think I eh. like I would I would be not I'd be annoyed to have to go do a bunch of like that kind of work right now. It just drives me crazy. But in this game, you're expect, that is what you're expected to do. Repaint walls, knock knock some walls down, put up some new ones, clean the windows. Pick up all the trash. Pick those chairs up that got knocked over. Um, repaint the whatever. Put some new furniture in there. The toilet's broken. Get back down under that toilet and fix it. Um, and then make whatever money I'm going to make. It's really good. And it has really awesome like uh, progression in that as well. The more you do a thing, the closer you get to kind of unlocking levels of doing that thing. So for painting, um, it'll say, you've got a perk. And I hit my little tablet and up on the perk thing says... You can either uh, paint 25% faster and eventually 50% on that same line of of that same chain of um, uh, perks. Or I can choose to paint two panels at once instead of just one. Or the the other one is the can runs out of paint much slower because you'd have to keep, you know, you roll it and then you run out, you dip it in the thing, come back, roll it. Um, It's just, it's one of these. It's one of these. Like the thing I explained with the mech thing, it's one of those. And I get it finally. I understand why people were raving about that game. I think I finally understand it. I'm not going to get too much detail here, but this led me down a path of The Tenants, which is like The Sims meets House Flipper, kind of. That's an early access. Seems pretty neat. Got a code from them also. And uh, loving that so far. Very early though, so who who knows? I won't get into too much detail there. But imagine what I just described on a more isometric camera pulled out with interaction with people, Sims-ish sort of way. You're trying to get tenants in these houses you're fixing up, whereas in the flipper thing, you're trying to fix up a house and then sell it or do a job for someone who already owns it. Anyway, uh, if you sense a pattern here, it's because I've gone down a rabbit hole, you guys. It's bad. Somebody gifted I've me. I've heard
3: v- it's very cathartic. To play very. It's so like-
1: chill. It's just like. I mean, I can't even explain it because part of it is, yes, these are mundane tasks, but also that it's a video game. So it's not like you're going to Home Depot to try to find the damn part. You know what I mean? You're just right. there and it's like, all right, well now click that joint on the sink and it will, it'll move and put in place. Now click that screw. It just is used to clicking on things and attaching things. And so it still knows it's a video game. It's not trying to be ultra realistic, but it's just enough realistic. I, I just can't believe that. Fixing up house shit is fun. It's not supposed to be fun. And yet this but game is I think is there, really there are fun. people
0: who find it fun to really do. Like I, I know people who... I mean, it's hard work and takes time, but it's a pleasure for them.
1: Yeah, that's how but, this is. I, I,
0: I'm like, I don't find it very pleasurable at all. Yeah. I, I'm seeing the overwhelmingly positive... I'm hearing all of your
1: positive review. I'm still having a hard time believing it. I know. I know. <laughs> I don't blame you, dude. fun. I mean, come on. Man. I don't blame We're you. I, we, look, back in that, when that thing came out, I had people telling me constantly, Scott, you have no idea what you're missing. This is so much fun. It's like the most chill thing. It's like getting me through the pandemic. Like all those kinds of comments.
0: Like I'm watching it too, and I'm like, it doesn't look fun. Like I'm like I'm vacuuming cockroaches, I'm putting things I'm like putting siding up.
1: I agree. Uh, it
0: doesn't I don't know. Look maybe fun. if you got a bit of a decorator in you, it's it's like I could see that part being appealing, maybe. I
1: don't well, part, know. Part of it is you I know think what it you is. We
3: gotta try one, Bo. We gotta get Bo to try yeah, one.
1: Yeah, we'll get Bo to try mm. one. there's a there's a quest mentality to it. I think that's why I'm easily put into the I easily fit this puzzle piece because at the end of the day, I'm doing kind of a quest like I would in any RPG. I'm saying, oh, here's a little text, flavor text from the person who wants me to do the, the job on this computer in my crappy office. I hit OK. It teleports me there in the load screen. I walk into the house and start working. And up, I hit tab and up comes the list. Paint the kid's room pink. It tells me the color and where to get it. Uh, make sure to take, out, oh, take the wall out in the other kid's room because... Or no, put a wall in because the the kid's old enough now to have his own room. We want two rooms now. So put a wall there and paint it. And then we need a new toilet in the master bedroom. That's you the whole thing. You have to do thing. wiring? No, you don't have to do any of that stuff. I mean, there is, there is once in a while a bad like outlet. They'll say, oh, the, the internet and power outlet in the office is broken. And so you'll go okay. fix that. But you just zoom in there, some- attach some wires... Dick around in there a little bit and get out. Yeah, they don't do the real
0: world thing. That's annoying. Where it's like when your wiring's bad, you got to open up the drywall. You got to no, fix all the that. wiring. None you got to put the drywall back. All excruciatingly shitty things right. to do. Not <laughs> like that. Yeah, and I mean, sure, I can see a video game version being fun. It's, I'm a, sort it's of- a
1: little bit like uh what's the PC one, the PC builder simulator, where um it's literally it's like this game except you're building PCs and you're. Seating cards. Oh, yeah, yeah. PC. It's PC simulator, I think. Or Whatever something. it is, okay. yeah. Like that's a, a, I'm sure a similar vibe. One another one that I just kind of blew off because I didn't think I was gonna like this stuff. I really like it. And I like it when it's themed even more. So Shipbreaker, I mean, what is Shipbreaker? It's a demolition game, but it's in space and it's ships and it's got all the sci-fi connected to it. So that one really appeals to me on that level. Mech mechanics same thing. Um house flippers a little more down to earth whatever but i can see why people love that game because it's really really uh in some ways uh, it's in some ways mech mechanic and and shipbreaker i feel like they owe a lot to um the house flipper game like there's a lot of stuff happening in there that i'm like oh that's why mech mechanic simulator does that mechanic or that's why uh," like i feel like somebody a bunch of people learn from that or something um and then I played Viscera Cleanup Detail. Now, Bo, you might like this. Came out in 2015. Oh, you never you heard really of it. are on a manual labor. I, I know. <laughs>
3: I've, I've played this one. This is one I've actually played a little bit of. Oh, you have? Good, because <laughs> okay. I,
1: wanna, I, I yeah. need your feedback on a couple of things. So this came out in 2015. It's a very early example of a game like this. It's set in the aftermath of a bunch of science fiction fights. So <laughs> not famous ones, but you go to like an old, you know, the job will be go to this... Uh, orbiting space platform where a bunch of aliens tried to attack and clean it up and in there are body parts everywhere blood smeared up the wall acid blood from an alien still dripping somewhere some some stuff you just need to get under control or in the burner you know burn it before it it goes bad or whatever like the place is just a wreck and your job is to come in there with a with a mop and literally a bucket and for that part and just wipe this blood up don't walk through it or else you're gonna leave footprints you need to go back and do your damn footprints um all this sorts of stuff right uh i struggled with that game because i never could stop leaving footprints everywhere and i know there's a way to turn those off but i also felt like that was part of the challenge so i should stick with it so i don't think i played enough of that to to give it a full up or down. It's also older. So I, f- I feel like maybe the game like that uh, today would be a little bit different. There's some things about it, a little janky control wise. Yeah. And I stuff. didn't,
3: I didn't like it. That was pr- my primary issue is yeah. control. And yeah. I, I think controls sometimes are what hinders these games the most. Yeah. Um, it's actually been the biggest barrier uh, to entry for me for Shipbreaker mm-hmm. is I, I am, I've not gotten used to the controls. Yeah. I can recognize that they're good for what you need to do. But in order for me to kind of zone out and enjoy what is the like feel good pleasure part of the game, which is like you're taking chaos and you're, you know, bringing order to it by cleaning it up or fixing it or doing what you got to do, I can't be struggling with the controls. And I struggled a lot with viscera cleanup detail. And in addition to having a really like unwieldy control scheme, then there's things like, oh, I got to go do this. I got to go do this. I got to do, oh, I just walked through a bunch of. Blood. Yeah. yeah. And their uh, physics, that game does do some cool things. Yeah. Like I, I isn't like the ship from event horizon in that game yeah, and you have yes. to clean up after the events of that <laughs> movie and stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of nuts, the yeah. stuff that's in there. Yeah. 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 It's pretty cool. That
1: like that stuff is my favorite part of it, but you're right about controls. There's some physics weirdness. If you don't hit that bucket just right, it's going to blow all over the place. Now there's blood, more blood and water to clean up. Like there's just a lot of sort of finicky things in that, in that game whereas house flipper doesn't make you be finicky when i buy a big bucket of paint i just aim at it and hold down the button and it fills it full of paint and the thing gets the roller gets fat with the color i'm using i don't have to like aim it just right and hit it just right and hope i don't knock it over just right like they're not as concerned right. about those things in in house flipper so you're just left with like take things apart put things back make better things buy a nicer thing sell a thing clean the place up Decide if you want to go full. Like there's like a threshold. If you do enough stuff in a house, you can end the job and get paid. But Ooh. if you want, you can go all the way to the end and do whatever extras are in there and get paid more. So there's like some incentive stuff going on. Um, I'm just surprised how much I like this weird genre or whatever it is. I don't even know what you call it. It's like a strange. Like the next thing you know, I'm going to be driving a European truck simulator bullshit.
3: I don't want to do that. <laughs> I want you to do that so bad. I don't think oh, I can. Oh my gosh! I want you to do that. I got a key for we one. You need to that... pick a week. I don't. I don't mm. know if it should be this week, but you should play Euro Truck Simulator and I'll play American Truck Simulator because I own it. Okay. We'll report back. Maybe on our we should truck.
1: try that because I wouldn't. I'm. I have a feeling there. There's obviously something to that too. That's another rabidly reviewed, well thought of thing that I don't understand because I haven't tried. And that's what happened here a little bit because I tried stuff and now I'm like, what did I just do? What did I just do? Oh, my gosh. I'm in love with replacing wires in a mech arm. Like, like whatever the game is. And these these examples I've given, they've all they've all scratched that itch in a way that I didn't expect. Um, Like in some ways, house flippers feels (laughs) how do I explain it? Like your broom doesn't make any noise when you use it. And it annoyed me at first. I'm like, well, it should make noise. I want some, I need some tactical feedback here. But now it doesn't even matter. Like, I just am really having fun cleaning shit up. I had to clean uh, a college, um, a a house that was rented by a bunch of frat house college guys. Holy shit. I went in there. (laughs) There were bottles everywhere, stuff all over the floor, smudge marks on every wall, kitchen was thrashed. Broken dishes, boxes, bags of trash and play like really they made it look like the worst party ever had happened here. And there was something so satisfying of cleaning that thing up (laughs) and they make it gamey enough that it doesn't feel like really cleaning something up. I don't have to smell any of this. I don't have to deal with somebody's old condom in the corner. I just clean and then it looks great when I'm done. And I made four grand like. Yeah. I don't know. There's
3: something about I'm it. I'm looking forward to next week when you come in and you're like, well, guys, I spent my week watching uh, rug cleaning videos on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, one last thing. Okay, sorry. Two last things that I'm off my soapbox here for a second. We'll see how all this goes, but because of John's peer pressure, I also got Final Fantasy XIV and loaded again and started playing that again. Hell yeah. I'm on your server, too, so we can hang out at some point. But um, here's uh, here's the weird thing about that game. You ever go, okay. You know those restaurants, someone'll say, Oh, you gotta go to so and so. I know it looks like shit on the outside, but wait till you get inside. You'll never have better fun in your life or whatever. Okay. Yep. Those places exist. The front, the storefront is garbage, and you're like, who even would walk in anywhere near this place? And then you walk in and go, Oh, this place is awesome. What a hidden gem. Not that a big main MMO like this is hidden, but what I mean is their account system stuff, like managing your account, payments, uh, Login, password recovery, just getting a getting the game client and or a subscription to said game is the most archaic 1997 bullshittery you've ever seen. It's, terrible. it's like
3: dialing into AOL, both It's in aesthetic and terrible. Function. It's terrible.
1: <laughs> but, but again, that's like the outside of this weird restaurant where the best tacos are. Because inside, that game's great right now. Man, that game's good. Like, it's so many, yeah. everything John said last week is true, and I would just add that, you know, I'm having a blast. <laughs> I'm, just having a, I'm having total fun in that game, in the ways that I like to play MMOs, despite the little ghibli people and the stupid, you know, some of the dialogue <laughs> and what, you know, the, the anime influences and stuff kind of rub me wrong in some ways, but but I don't care. Like, there's the game is so clearly well-crafted and so well-made and managed that... It deserves uh, a lot of forgiveness for that other stuff. And plus, I'm still early. I know a bunch of this stuff improves in massive ways as the further you get into the game. And I'm only level 20 or something. Um, And uh, I really like it. But man, the outside of that building, shitstorm. So they need to, what are they doing? If they've got one of the most popular MMOs in the history of the market, just imagine how much more accessible you would be if you quit having such a shitty location for all your other stuff. It's like those it's people really working bad. at a warehouse in Kiev or something. You know what I mean? And they don't talk
3: to <laughs> each other. It's shockingly bad. It's way worse than you than you think it would be. And when you look at it like I, I don't know, you look at it and you're like do I own? Are they saying I own these like just trying to figure out what expansions I owned? I was like right. looking at it. I'm like
1: It's what? so bad.
3: I can't I can't tell what the icon means. Does it mean I have it or don't have it? I Am I subscribed? What am I doing? And I'm am I paying the money right now? I'm like, not even
1: saying like copy straight up lift the way Blizzard does it, but go look at some of your competitors and the way they handle account management. It's not that we're not talking about rocket science. You guys are making websites in the nineties. The it really feels that way. And yeah. everyone else has got simple click to uh, two factor authentication. Recovery's easy. I mean, to their credit, their chat support guy was really helpful and got me where I needed to be. But it wasn't easy getting there or even finding how to do that. (laughs) Like, it's effed. It's so effed. But that game's great. So thanks, John, for that. And then lastly, uh, because we didn't do a show last night. It was kind of a last minute thing. I went, oh, Outriders came out today. I'm going to go install that and play it. So I did. And I'm happy to report something. Uh, Outriders, Mm -hmm. I'm playing it on Series X because it's on Game Pass, uh, free on there. Day and date, which is a real good get for them, in my opinion. Uh, They had, uh, but they launched on everything, so it's on Steam and Epic and everybody. Um, That that game, as far as like a co-op or solo shooter, third-person shooter experience, Destiny-like, you know, even though Destiny's first-person, but you know what I mean? Like that shooter-looter thing that we all keep hoping that Anthem would be or other games have tried to be or whatever and to various levels destiny was and then wasn't that then is again. And you know, that sort of thing. Uh, they finally got what I, they finally got what I want done and what I wanted done. If you go back to the, to the roots of those games, those are all like Diablo shooters, right? In some way, kind of there's like random loot and it's colored and you get better stuff and you're trying to always get the better loot and you do raids and all that. That's what this is, except it really adheres to the feeling of playing Diablo. And that might sound strange for a third person cover based, you know, over the shoulder shooter thing. Um, But it there's something about the abilities all being on much lower cooldowns and you have three major abilities very early that are all, you know, on the key on the controller. Anyway, they're they're connected to, to bumper key stuff and combinations. But on the PC, I'm sure they're just like Q and E and R or something. I don't know. Um, but they're, the cooldowns are like that, like they're not immediate, but they're quick enough that you're always got something in the rotation to pull off or do. And as a result, those combinations using those in combination with your regular abilities and movement makes it feel like a fast action RPG. That's just always something to do. That's interesting. Always a button to push, always a spell to pop, always a guy to blow up to pieces, uh, or a special situation where good thing I've got this sniper gun. And plus this flame thing I'm going to do. And now I can take all these guys out that the combat in that game is awesome. And very mm. what I want out of a Diablo looter shooter style shooter. The story and the acting is really shit balls. Um,
0: <laughs> it's not. But is that, is is it that important? No, like,
1: it isn't. It yeah. isn't. And actually I'm going to come around and surprise you maybe and say that I actually like it for that because there's cheesy, and then there's just bad. This is cheesy, not necessarily bad. Like mm, paint it's, color, paint <laughs> by
3: numbers sort of thing. It's hard to explain. It's the team that it made. Actually, um, sounded like Anthem's story if it didn't take itself so serious. A little bit, yeah. And they're a little like more dude in bro environment that's harsh and trying to kill us, and we're going to go out. We're the ones who can go out and do stuff.
1: Yeah, and they're a little more dude bro about it. Like they're. They're this is the team who made Bullet Storm. This is people can is this fly. On game is Pass? Game. Yeah, Game Pass. Not on PC oh, yet though. Right. They said that's like a month off oh. or something. It's coming though. Mm. It's just I don't know why not Simon. I was like
0: I'm interested, you know, there's a lot of stuff in there that makes me sound like, Oh, maybe I want to play that. Yeah, I know. But you would. You would I don't love want to play spend this. eighty dollars necessarily unless yeah, I'm don't, sure.
1: Don't buy it yet, because yeah, it is coming it is coming to Game Pass it. PC. They I think
0: say. I have PC Game Pass and I'm not using it, so I mean it'd be a good reason to use it, but
1: yeah that's coming though they said it would it would be on pc game pass uh, i don't know what the time lim- limit was it was like a month or something but uh mm. so it's so it's four people um in your co-op groups if you want to play it that way i played it entirely solo you can adjust the the difficulty it will anytime you want there's lots of incentives to do harder difficulty even at solo um You've got bases and people to talk to and quests to give, and it's all acted out. Wonderfully captured, beautiful engine stuff. Like, this is a next-gen game, so it looks great, runs great, 60-plus frames on my Series X. All the, you know, beautiful stuff. It's Unreal Engine. Anyway, these are the Bulletstorm guys, and they also made a couple of the, I want to say Gears of War 3 and 4, I think. They were tasked with that and that people yeah. can fly, right? Yeah. yeah. So that tells you who I'm describing when it comes to story elements. It's very, yeah, F you, like just a lot of dude broy, But also sometimes too self-serious, sometimes not serious enough. Like that. it's hard to explain, but it yeah. kind of works for me. I'm fine with it. Um, the, the prologue's a little awkward in places. But the
3: bullet the, storm hit that a lot more yes appealing to me than games like borderlands have. right so i have faith that they might be able to walk that tone a little better
1: yeah it's it's very cool um i it, had so
0: again, much fun playing I, like, this. the story is not that great i'm like if it's fun to play and the graphics look sweet like that's probably well
1: the the story serves it well in terms of like it's kind of like the new Godzilla Kong thing I just watched I really enjoyed it because it's so loud and fighty and dumb the story is not great but it doesn't need to be for what it is in fact it shouldn't be let's quit taking giant monster titan movies so seriously let's just have a lot of fighting and ridiculous over the top effects. are you not entertained right like give me more of that and that's what that movie did and that's why I loved it so much but I'm not going to tell you it's going to win any writing awards or script writing awards. Of course it isn't. That's what this, this feels like the video game equivalent of that really great set pieces, amazing action, fun gunplay with interspersals of story. That is fine. (laughs) It's just, it's, it's like sinew it's needed. It's needed to hold the joints together, but at the end of the day, you're really just ready to go out and fight again. Um, I really like it. Uh, so here's the information on game pass PC. Uh, hold on. Here it is. Uh, If I can find the note I found. Outriders launched on day one in Game Pass for Xbox, and players are wondering if Outriders PC Game Pass is in the future. Um, Currently, Microsoft and Square Enix, Square Enix is the publisher, have expressed plans to bring the game to PC version of Microsoft's Game Pass. The game can be downloaded for free. Uh, Okay, I already knew that. Let's see. They didn't say when, but this was on the behest of Square Enix. Uh, They said that it was on the, let's see, Outriders shot up the list of top selling games on Steam when the demo was out. So that decision was likely made then, where they were like, whoa, we're going to sell a lot of these. So maybe we hold off on Game Pass PC for now and just stick with our commitment on Xbox and do that first. And then it'll end up here. So they say, yes, it will happen. So
0: that's a good call because I'm like, I'm like tempted to buy it, but I'm like, I think I'm going to (laughs) wait. I want to play with people. I also think it's cross
1: cross compatible I think or cross uh, or what am I trying to say Cross-play? cross
0: play business think so I mean, I'm just I'm searching on Xbox live that's the outriders
1: here's the other nice thing while you're looking that up um, I played yeah, through the here. entire prologue and then a whole bunch of gameplay as the pyromancer kind of class which is a bunch of fire abilities and self healing and stuff and at the end of that I thought well I just want to kind of see what some of these others are and it's nice because you can go start another character kind of destiny style like oh I want to try the tank or whatever Um, and that's what I did. I I got the tank character now and I really like him, but he, uh, you can skip the entire prologue and start in this part where you just start questing and shooting. And because you can skip story scenes, since I'd already seen everything up to that point, skipping those meant I got there really fast. So in the same night I did that long prologue, bunch of story, whole bunch of gameplay, switched characters and got back to that same place I was before, before I turned everything off. So nice. it's not hard to like experiment, I guess is what I'm saying. You can go play with this. Doesn't have things.
3: the Destiny 2 problem. No. Oh, geez.
1: No, that is a bit of a problem over there. And the other thing, this is where I think it, this this wins for me or it ha- <clears throat> has an advantage. The cooldowns are so fun and so quick for these abilities. They make Destiny cooldowns seem like they last three years to see a new thing pop. Like they're slow in that game. Even with buffs and things that help them be quicker it's It just takes forever to get to a a cool a cool new cooldown to pop and be ready to do an ultimate. This game is like, what if these only lasted five seconds? What if that cooldown was only eight seconds? like they're short, and yeah it's like awesome.
0: hades Hades proves that you could have dash constantly off cooldown, yeah. And it's fine. It's fun. It's great. It's not imbalanced.
1: At that's all. a great comparison. It's a right game. That's a great comparison because <laughs> like, there were moments another where I was game like, that's like, oh man, yeah. eight
0: seconds before you can vault again. <laughs> like he's like, whatever, you can dash. Like,
1: and I was feeling some of that. That feeling of like flow. You know, the, when you get into a groove and in, in Hades, you're just like, I can be not stopped. I'm just gonna go, 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 kill, 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 kill. And it just feels like rhythm. That's how you yeah. can feel in this game, and even more so, I yeah. think, with the tank character, I just felt really fluid with him. Um, he does some rad stuff. So. Anyway, um, plus it's not just those three abilities and you're done. There's this huge list I got to unlock and I can swap them in and out and whatever combos I want. So you could have really interesting builds. There's also, oh, you'll love this or maybe you won't, but you know, in uh, path of exile, the giant web of um, spec, uh, this big spec tree, you know what I'm talking about? The big, yeah, I know what you're talking about. This yeah. has one of those. Yeah. <laughs> that's so, right. You can go in there and go plus six to health plus 6% to crit and do all that stuff and work your way through one of those things and unlock new abilities. just seems like a lot, a lot more than I expected out of this. And so kind of blown away by it. I spent all night with that last night. Didn't sleep very good as a result. So yeah. Steam says it's similar to Warframe and Borderlands 2, which is what exactly it sounds like, which is good. Borderlands 2 is more close to the feeling I'm, I had, but, but I really am getting a Diablo vibe because of the flow of it. Like the movement feels... Like pop, 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 bam, 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 duck for a second, get out, pop, 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 bam, oh, here's my earth thing, kill five guys in a row, sweet, hop over here, dodge that direction, like just very mobile, and really. Is it procedurally generated? No, as far as I know, no, but I don't actually, I guess I don't know that. Um, I Hmm. assume not, though. Um, you're basically Even a
0: little bit like, well, cause that's, cause this, this mentioned Warframe. I wonder if there is a bit of that to the
1: game. Well, their roadmap is basically, they keep saying they don't want to make a service game destiny style, which is an interesting thing to say. Cause so far this feels like that kind of game, but they, mm. they built a 40 hour campaign. Um, when that's over, there's end game, but that end game is, and it looks interesting and compelling and I can't, I don't have the details in front of me, so I'm not going to do a good job of explaining it, but it sounds like they just have a plan all the way through and the plan isn't necessarily to just keep the thing on life support for 10 years. They just want to make a great game. And if people stick with it and play it for a really long time, well, great. Then they'll address that with expansions, new content, whatever. But they're not trying to build another well, MMO. It's not a
0: service game either, in a way. Like, you yeah. buy the expansion and you're done. You can just play as much as you want. Like, yeah. I think when they say Destiny, it's like Destiny, I think... You can buy boxes. You can right. buy loot yeah,
3: boxes. Yeah, Destiny's like we want you to pay sixty dollars every uh, couple of months. That would be great. Yeah, that's yeah. our model. Buy loop like
0: that's the that's the service. I, I hopefully that's what they mean by this. That it's like yeah. you know.
1: Well, like Schnub like says, D- and this is funny. a great this is such a great point. He says in the chat, it's a little shocking how popular it is, and it really did take off. Like they had what a hundred thousand concurrents on launch minute or whatever it was. It was some insane number. But anyway, how popular it is relative to Marvel's Marvel's Adventures, which are both from Square Enix Studios, and I don't know that they, I don't know that Marvel's that Marvel game ever had these numbers, and they're aiming for the
3: same thing, right? This yeah. looter shooter with the uh, tons of content and new stuff coming out. And- well, Marvel definitely didn't have the same philosophy. Marvel had the we want this game to go forever, and we're going to keep putting out new content. We're going to this is going to be a forever game. This is the only game you're ever going to need, and I just don't think people are into that like if it turns into that fine but right. I don't think people are seeking it out you can't I make think that happen the game's got to be fun yes like the way
0: you describe it is like the actual moment to moment gameplay is fun yes it is like it, you can plan all this shit but if you, if you don't have an honest look at your game and be like yeah it's not that fun yeah. and it doesn't work that's why Blizzard polishes the crap out of this stuff because they know people are not going to stick around if it's just not fun to play well it's like, also
1: you said you have it to like, have
0: to like, want to sit in your chair and play it
1: right exactly and John John kind of said it it's like If it becomes something like that, great. Let it organically do that. Let the player base push it wherever it goes. It feels like that philosophy is on display here. They're like, we're going to make this really fun thing and it will be fun in and of itself. And if it's more than that, you'll make it more than that. We're not going to force it down some road based on some industry like, ooh, our think tank says that we need to be like Fortnite. Well, you know, that doesn't, that bites people in the ass. So I think this is a really smart move and I think game pass got a real winner here in terms of locking this one in. Don't know how it, you know, how permanently it would be here, but if they, you know, next week said, Hey, it's only on game pass for three months. I'd outright buy it at the discount when, when the time's up. Um, I like it that much. So anyway, I'm going to keep an eye on it then
0: I want to play some with you guys. it's,
1: It's really cool. Oh, the mobility, dude, you'll love it. You would love that kind of stuff already. I know you do, so you're just going to love just flying around doing shit. It's great. All right. Um, That's it. Sorry, I took forever telling all about my dumb stuff. Uh, That was great. Don't apologize. John, Disco Elysium, Final Cut. It's got voiceover now for a bunch of stuff it didn't before, and it's been re-released on consoles, and everyone's excited about Disco Elysium, and will it change my life? Should I play it?
3: You should play it. Disco Elysium is an extremely weird and extremely unique game, and I think people... Uh, I think more people should give it a go and check it out. I think this update on the surface is very minor things to the game that make a major impact. Like, voicing the game has really kind of changed it, and they've done a lot with it. So probably the vast majority of dialogue that exists in that game comes from your own brain. Like, Mm -hmm. it's, it's a game very much about how your own mind works and the way you perceive the world and stuff like that. And that stuff wasn't voiced before. And so again, in a game that has so much dialogue, most of it is coming from your own internal thoughts and to not have that voice. That meant a lot of reading. And it was a very good game, but it was a game that I just, I fell asleep while I was playing. Cause I just would read and read and read. And then my eyes would get heavy and I couldn't play anymore. Um, the voice over is extremely good. Uh, I was a little unsure at first, because definitely the first voice you hear, uh, which is your lizard brain speaking to you, um, is a little intense. <laughs> but uh, it's it's very quickly, you know, I would say every character sounds the way I think they should. They have re-recorded a few characters, so there is a character in the game called uh, Kuno, and... He was the worst character in the history of video gaming. (laughs) He was awful. Now, he's supposed to be. He's supposed to be an obnoxious, bully, 15-year-old brat of a kid that's on drugs that talks in the third person. He's supposed to be awful, but he was. I couldn't stand it. I wanted to turn off the game as soon as he started talking. They apparently realized that. They went were a little too successful because they have re-recorded all his dialogue. He's still obnoxious, but I can at least listen to it now. Um Wow, that's intense. Yeah. I I can't put it into words. Like you Scott, What's you go name? on about anime characters yeah. and it was it was bad. What's his name? It I was,
1: wanna I wanna look him up and hear him. I uh,
3: believe it's C-U-N-O? C-U-N-O? C-U-N-O. Kuno nice. Disco Elysium.
1: All right, let's give it a shot here. I think I found something.
3: Uh, I don't know if it's going to be the original. Like, find a video that's a little older so that it's you know it's original Kuno. Oh, yeah, I think this is the
1: new guy. You tell me. in the dick.
2: mouth. No, this shit's nope. himself. <laughs> that's, uh,
3: that's, that's the original that's for the sure. One. Okay, we'll do the one from
1: a year ago. Get the f*** out of here, face. You got something? Talk to me. No, get your ass handed to you by the Kono! Can't talk, pig. Is that him? Yeah, that's him. That's annoying.
3: Yes, it's really bad. So they recorded him. It keeps the uh, spirit of the character alive, but it does not feel like nails on a chalkboard whenever he speaks. Um, It really has changed that game. That game is uh, incredible. It's very unique. I think it is important to know what that game is. Uh, I think it's a game, the first time I started playing it, I was like, oh, I don't like this game. I think I made a mistake buying it. Uh, Because I was... It was sold to me as like, oh, it's like playing a pen and paper game. Like, it's that good. And it is like playing a pen and paper game, but not in the ways that that sounds when you think it. Like, it is a game that has a robust stat system that's basically about controlling the aspects of your body. You know, I'm playing a character that's high in logic, which means I deduce a lot of things, which is nice, but there are also, you can stat your character to where you're good at interpreting the world in artistic and creative ways. And you get a very different game than somebody who's going to be logic brained, uh, in how you perceive things. And that's where the differences lie. Um, the things that happen in that game have happened and it's how you interact with and how you interpret and how you move about the world um, that changes the experience as well as roles, because like there are dice rolls in the game. They are important. Sometimes you don't get to repeat them. Sometimes you can try again. Um, And that is going to color the game greatly, you know, and sometimes you fail on a 95% chance to succeed and something that doesn't make sense for your character. That's the way it goes. Um, Sometimes you pass on a 3% chance and your character looks like a badass, despite, you know, not being, uh, I've played that game or started playing that game four times now. And my experience all four times have been dramatically different. And I Mm. think that's extremely cool.
1: Wow. All right. Jump bow. You had this game, right?
0: I do own it. (laughs) I did actually look at it earlier today. Coincidentally, Mm. Um, I don't know why. I just got to get started on it. I feel like it's something I would want to stream and share. Yeah. Uh, so, I, But I'm, I haven't been streaming that much lately. So I just, I don't know. Maybe I should just get started on it.
1: Yeah, I'm tempted. I have one to of, admit, everyone
0: talks about it. One of my
3: favorite uh, stats in here is there's a thing where you internalize concepts within your own brain. And it it changes your stats. So the one that I shared with you guys earlier was the volumetric shit compressor. <laughs> Uh, which was basically your partner tells you, get your shit together. And uh, so the description for it is your shit is a part And it's rather unbecoming of a cop and a human being. It's supposed to be the opposite of that together, compressed in a small area to achieve a solid level of shit compression, squeeze your butt cheeks together for 30 minutes, do something similar with the two hemispheres of your brain, talk to people, maybe that will help. And it's basically, you do have to go spend... Thirty minutes of the game time which the time moves as you talk to people and interact with the world you have to spend 30 minutes getting your shit together because your cop is so hungover and messed up that he literally can't investigate a dead body without throwing up and the guy was just like you are a bad cop and you need to get your shit together <laughs>
1: I mean, so part part of what everything you just said is part of why I think I've been afraid of the game. Not not that particular case, but just like it sounds so complex in a way that sounds like it's a massive undertaking. Like if I'm going to play this game, I better square off fifty miles around me plus three hundred hours and don't talk to anyone and just folk. You know what I mean? Like, am I wrong to, to think feel about that your way? choices and not just click things? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: No, that's the other thing. Just click things. In fact, on that menu, I don't know if it's up there, no, it was on a pause menu earlier. It said uh, the tip for playing the game was say weird things to people. you're a cop. you don't have to you don't have to care what their opinion is of you. If there's a dialogue option you want to try, try it like, It is a game about just do what's in your heart. If you want to say something really stupid, go ahead. (laughs) Yes, there will be consequences, but this is a game where it's not you in the game. (laughs) This is a, this is a game where it's like, you're this person. Yeah. You are this human being. He's old. He's a piece of shit. He's drunk. His life sucks. And is awful and he can barely function as a human being. That's who you are. So don't worry about what you do with him because he's awful and you're not going to make him any worse. You can only make him better Go. And like, because you're kind of role playing this character, you do get to influence him. You can try and make him a good cop. You can make him just as big a piece of shit as he is when he starts. Um, He literally doesn't remember anything because he got drunk for three days instead of trying to solve a murder. I'm not exaggerating when I say he's awful. Like he black out wiped his entire history he has to ask people where he is and what happened in the history of the country he's in because he got that wasted huh. he's not a good person mm. you just go with it and just do what you want and it's uh mm. it's extremely interesting the places it goes but it and-
1: ultimately is the game like i need to solve these murders is that uh, you know la noir like i gotta finish I this murder. Even-
3: I don't even know, because honestly, I asked my partner in this playthrough. I'd never done it before. I was like, is this going to be a hard murder to solve? And he's like, no, not really. We know it was probably some of the dock workers. (laughs) And my guy was like, oh. He's like, yeah, we just kind of got to go through the process of it. He's like, it's likely the dock workers. Like, they're the ones who would do it. This is the kind of person they would do it to. Makes sense. Cut and dry. That
1: is a narrative structure. my character was
3: like, yeah. is there going to be a sexy arc to this? And the guy was like, what do you mean sexy arc? And I had a bunch of options of like, you think sex is involved or you think there's going to be dames to, to get involved in this, like a bunch of really shitty options. And then the last one was just like, you know what? Never mind." And I just picked that. Cause I was like, I'm embarrassed that I've gone down this dialogue <laughs> tree. And the partner's like, yeah, we probably shouldn't talk about that. Huh. It's amazing. The levels, uh, this thing goes down and the directions it can go based on what you choose to to put time into and again it just colors your opinion of the guy like my character literally doesn't have a portrait in the game it's just blurry like it looks like somebody's pixelating a face over because when he woke up in his self-loathing and just disgust with himself you go to the bathroom mirror and your face is all distorted and you can't tell what you look like and it says do you want to wipe the smudge off the mirror to see your reflection and you go to do it and your inner brain pipes in and goes you're not gonna like what you see mm. like you're gonna be disgusted with yourself if you look in that mirror mm. and you get options where you talk to yourself and you're like yeah but i should know what i look like and your brain's like do you really want to because if you see yourself like it's <laughs> horrible you're, you're <laughs> never gonna forget that this is who you are and this is what you look like and i went oh no then i'm not gonna look in the mirror so i have no idea what i look like as a result and the game reflects that
1: mm. I mean it sounds it's amazing crazy. for what it's doing but is it is it also just like I I'm, I'm trying to find the narrative hook here is it just conversation the game like you know what I mean like I, well, it's
0: role play, I think it's the role playing aspect where you're chatting you know not like that, Yeah, you the, are you're you're playing a role crime. you're yeah. you're an actor in a narrative story and then you make choices yeah okay. I mean I think that's that's it
2: okay it,
3: it is D&D like you have a character You're in a world, you've been presented a scenario, you've woken up after a three-day bender, there's a murder you're supposed to solve, you finally have hooked up with your partner who is, uh, he's got his shit together, and now you have to go solve this murder and things just keep cropping up as you're going. And maybe there's more to it, It certainly seems like maybe there's more to it, and you just play your role and see how the story goes based on your decisions.
1: All right, you've convinced me. I think I'm going to get this game. It sounds neat, and I love... I, from what I'm hearing, the final cut is just the ultimate version. And uh, you guys get it for free because you already owned it. Uh, so that's not a... There's no additional purchase. Bo will get all that sweet right. new dialogue, plus that better actor for nothing. So good job. <laughs> uh, all right. Bo, you played one of my favorite games. It was originally on uh, mobile, originally, and then ended up on Steam. It's also now up on... uh <laughs> Epic, I guess. Solitarica. Fan fantastic.
0: My Apple phone. This is a phone game (laughs) discussions.
1: Yeah, it should be. It's a great Uh, game for mobile. It's one of my favorite. In fact, so it is my favorite mobile game. If I ever said that before out loud, it is. I love that game.
0: So I have an iPhone 6 and it doesn't run a lot of the games super reliably, you know, so I have to pick one that is like older or, you know, low tech.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And and I was looking for like a Slay the Spire type. You know, there aren't many and there aren't many that that are good and needed it on the phone. And I thought of Solitaire because you talked about it and I played it and what was, I mean, I knew it was going to be good. So, but it's Solitaire, right? Like I'm going to play this for 30 minutes mm-hmm. and it's going to be what it is and it'll be great. It's like three bucks. I think I've put 20 or 30 <laughs> hours in this week of Solitaire, <laughs> like, like. Hearthstone, the, the the thing I really wanted to share was Heart Forge and the barons went live <laughs> on Tuesday. I logged in and opened my packs. Yeah, went that's great. Shut it down and went and played <laughs> solitaire on my phone for like. I spent like a hundred dollars on Hearthstone, and I'm like, all I want to do is play this three dollar game because yeah. it's actually quite fun. Like it isn't anything spectacular, but it's actually just fun. Like I, I don't I don't know. There's like a good game loop there. It's the Solitaire, mostly the game you know. It's a version of Solitaire. It's very recognizable. And it's got a lot of nice sounds when you click cards and do good things. And it's got a fun, albeit a little bit too slow, but probably fine progression system.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's exactly
1: it. Yeah, and, could, um, you could what, say what that. What classes that you're playing style. there? Is that Monk? Uh, yes, I am playing the Monk. Or the last, yeah, I so. just opened it up. It actually keeps track mid-game where you were. I haven't opened it in yeah, thirty yeah. days and it's still there, so it's pretty nice.
0: Yeah, so you just shut it down, you open it back up, which is actually a really nice feature because mm-hmm. it is a mobile game. So if you just if you're playing like on a break or whatever, and you're like, oh, I got to put it away, no problem. Like, no, you don't have to save it or get to a save point. You just shut it down, which is nice,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and um, it's good. <laughs> it has that like Diablo loop thing where like like it's funny. Like you find combos in um, there's an ability onslaught that that destroys all cards of a certain type. Like, instead of suits, it's like you have attack cards, defense cards, willpower cards, and agility cards, and then coin cards. And if you clear them, you get the resource from it. And so Onslaught kills all the cards of a certain type. You pick whatever type you pick. Mm -hmm. And then there's also this willpower spell where you turn all cards into triple gold coins. Mm -hmm. So... You can turn all the cards into triple gold coins and then kill all the cards. You delete a whole roll and you get a whole bunch of gold that you can use at the store Mm -hmm. to buy more magics (laughs) and roguelike items. And it just goes on and on. And the actual mechanics are hard. The monsters that fight, you know, when you flip over a card because you can't do any more matching Mm -hmm. in Solitaire, Mm -hmm. that's when the enemy attacks you. Yeah. And you know you have to like build up defenses and do like when you play the monk you can chain stun and then go invulnerable like Karazim does in Diablo three you have the you have this like you go invisible invincible and there's there's actual bell like it actually looks like a monk mm-hmm. art piece and then you know hits you and it just works it just work it, it's like it's so brain pleasing it makes me jealous how simple mm. it, this game, it, like it didn't take, the credits have like four or five people yeah, on like, it. It was not a yeah. hard game to develop.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, maybe it was hard game, but it's not like, you know, it, it's a very humble, but well uh, designed piece of game. And um, I really like it. It's
1: very good. <laughs> I, yeah. It's really I'm good. You. I'm with you a hundred percent. I'm excited about their next game, which looks like a turn-based kind of deck building uh, weirdness, but and so the
0: spelling uh, solitarica, so solitaire, you know, S-O-L-T-A-I-R and instead of the letter E, you put I-C-A. ICA yeah, yeah
1: Ica at the end.
0: And you should be able to find it in like app stores. It's on Steam, I believe, too. It'd probably be fine to play on a PC as well. Yeah, it's great uh, like on it's, PC. I have it on yeah.
1: PC. It plays on Macs and PCs on Steam. It's also on Epic. and Epi- Apparently, he had a big sales resurgence on Epic. Uh, kind of out of nowhere, he was talking on Twitter about how they sold more there in a day than they did it in a month or something on steam which i thought was I, mean, odd. I would
0: not play a solitaire game ever i have zero interest in it but somehow this it just with the rpg elements because yeah. i understand that part of gaming yeah married to solitaire makes it the like the quintessential casual game yeah so like, it's kept me up late and bad i'm like i'm just gonna play a run of solitarica uh-huh. next thing you know two hours is gone <laughs> you're like holy shit
1: like, yeah God it goes man. a long time and that you know the, yeah. the unlocks in between runs are compelling because you want to see how they work and then you go in to and try
0: it's it actually kind of hard sometimes yeah. the bot like i haven't been able to complete an epic run when you finish a normal run with your class yeah you unlock the epic version right and it, i don't i think it's almost unfairly hard like i can't get that far in it like yeah. maybe to 10 i never did either it's like
1: I unlocked. So I unlocked hard, a bunch of them, but I've never. I've never done it. I finished an epic one for the same reason. It is. It is a little. Uh, or, it's the same thing actually is true of Dicey Dungeon. We've talked about that a few times, but that game exponentially harder. That game harder. ramps up. Yeah. Yeah. In a way that's like oh, a little off putting. It, like
0: it's like an RNG perspective. Yeah, I just feel like the d- damage output's too high. Like, it gets to a point where it's like I get unlucky and I'm just over. The game's finished.
1: But yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad yeah, you're playing whatever. that. That game's awesome. It's my, it's still my favorite mobile game. I love it. Um, pop that thing yeah, out all the it's, time.
0: it's 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 like it's way better like as I looked at it and I just wanted something casual. I'm like, whatever, 3 bucks for an hour of just like I just wanted to relax and play a phone game.
2: Right.
0: And it was way more than I expected in terms of how much fun it was. So I was just like, I like this so much.
1: Yeah, that's how they get you. So, a couple yeah. bucks and you're and you're good. So, so um, I've played like a lot of that this week. You and I also downloaded and played uh, League of Legends Wild Rift, which finally came out. It's yeah, a, that was
0: part of my uh, search for the game that yeah. I wanted to play.
1: Yeah. What would you think of and, that thing? Um, you did the tutorial, but... Uh, uh,
0: you? you know, it works. I, I was really just curious to see how the controls would be, mm-hmm. you know, and this is like Wild Rift. It's going to be super esportsy. you know, good, good job, Riot, making the controls. And I only did the tutorial, but um, it worked... I kept it on my phone because I want to try it again a little bit. It actually surprisingly worked pretty good. Mm. So, yeah, you know, I like I, it. Like I, I played it and I was like, oh, this is actually playable. I just, I really thought it'd be jankier than what it was. No, it it's really
1: polished. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I, my big takeaway is how polished it was. Uh, looked really great. Their UI team is killing it over there with their stuff these days. And it just looked really good. Played really well. The matches didn't feel too long. Um, all your, all your MOBA instincts come back to you in this kind of game. And you just, you know, you kind of know what you're doing. Um, I like it better than desktop league. I'll just say it. (laughs) I mean, maybe I just, that's how far I am from caring about desktop league, but it's not, it's pretty good. Like, I think they've done a really good job. Greg street himself, who is an executive at riot entertainment said, I think I'm screwed. I like playing this version so much more that I don't know if I'll ever touch my PC version again that's a big, big thing to say for a dude who works there. Um, but, uh, and, and in a, you know, kind of an executive capacity, but anyway, it's cool. Wild rift is, is better than I thought it was going to be. So there's yeah,
0: that. Yeah. So if you want to mobile, it seems like it's good.
1: It also yeah. seems really fair on like, you know, you just want to buy all they, all they're really pushing is cosmetics. So there's no like play to pay to win crap in there or any of that. So that's good. Uh, you also played a bit of Monster Train. Did You try that new expansion yeah, I, that came out. <laughs> I, well, I, I bought the
0: expansion because yeah. I like Monster Train. Then I got in there and like I sort of partially, you know, I had different tribes up to level five, and there's a new tribe, and I realized I forgot the deal with a lot of the way the game works. Yeah. So I reset my save. I actually just I reset back to beginning. Yeah. And there isn't much. You know, I did, like, three or four runs, and I haven't gotten to the <laughs> expansion pack content yet. Oh,
2: <laughs> so you deleted I bought your the expansion, and didn't play oh, any of man. it because I reset my save file. <laughs> but
0: really, bad. that game, it really was, like, I just need—I didn't know exactly how the cards... Because there's a, there's a few little mechanics to that that aren't normal for these things, like size of your floor, how much unit space, what all that all means, you know, like... yeah. So I just started it back from the beginning, and I'm I'm unlocking stuff again. I wasn't that far in, I would say, initially. So, yeah, it's it's good. Mm. I really like it. But um, there is one new mechanic that makes it so you can get power, but you increase your threat level. Like, Mm. basically, the police, you know, like... (laughs) If, if you are more powerful, then the levels get harder. Yeah. So that's an interesting dynamic. But I haven't seen there's a new card type and a new tribe. I haven't seen any of that stuff yet.
1: Oh, right, because you reset. Yeah, that game's cool. Yeah. I like that game a lot. Um, I also got the expansion uh, from the developer. They just gifted it, but they said um, that it. I can't remember what they said. They, I think it was words along that line. Like you need to you need to progress to a certain point to even see the expansion content. And I don't know what. That
0: yeah, is. I don't think it's. I don't think it would take that long. I mean, I, I once I picked it up, I'm like, oh, I know what I'm doing. It's not going to take me that long to start
1: seeing it. Like, yeah. but yeah. Well, I, it's a cool game. Continues to be one of my favorites of that of that
0: type. I think, I think most people would not have reset there.
1: <laughs> I love that you did their though. save file. That's yeah. a very John thing it. to do, by the way. John would do that. He'd be like, I'm starting over. I'm oh me. yeah. I had to I'm a burn it,
3: but, yeah. it all down kind of person. In fact, the biggest reason that I've struggled to get into Warframe
1: yeah.
3: is, uh, I tried it, got through kind of the initial early parts of that game, stopped playing for a really long time and then realized, oh, there's no starting over. Yeah. Uh, and was like, Ooh, I don't, I don't know. I need to, I need a fresh start. Uh, same with that Marvel Heroes game mm-hmm. where I was desperate for a fresh start because I was like, I don't remember how any of these systems work. I log in, you got 82 currencies in this game. I don't know what any of them do. So I'm definitely a uh, scorched earth, just burn it all down, let me start over from scratch kind of person with these
0: things. I mean, it's a tough choice to make because then it's like time lost in a way too, right? Like that, That's always the, it's like, yeah, but I spent time unlocking this stuff and I got to do it again, but... yeah. In this case, it seemed fine.
1: Yeah. Well, this kind of game is, I did. Well, I guess I did do this because I played uh, that. That's all, games also on Game Pass, and it was on my Xbox. And I wanted to see how it played there. It played really well, by the way. Controller support for that game is awesome. And then I got it on Steam and was like, well, I kind of want to play it over here. And so I did that, and I didn't mind playing it again. You know what I mean? Like whatever progress I had was lost, but I didn't care. It was fine. Oh my gosh! Someone just sent me a key for a game called the bus oh shit listen to this uh hold on if i can find that i'm trying to find the description um
0: <laughs> that's a 34 four dollar game yeah wow, it's a-
1: basically bus driver simulator <laughs> oh i don't know nice dude.
3: there we go Uh-oh. we can do a driving simulator a week i look forward to it you but know, how Utah are the is one like, of the states in American Truck Simulator. Is spot. it? You could be. Yeah. Yeah. You got it's Utah not a right. good bus
0: driver simulator if it doesn't simulate like the the kind of passengers holes. you're going to get on the bus. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh my god! It looks. It actually looks. It great. looks nice, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I want to hate it, but I I I don't drive. I, I'm not a I take the bus places, and I'm like this looking. This it's looking bussy.
1: It's kind of pretty, yeah. Yeah, but I don't see
0: passengers like they're really focusing on the buildings and the level architecture. But you know, you got to have oh, there's some passengers. I don't know, you need like smelly drunks and like obnoxious <laughs> kids and <laughs> you know, like you need you need some some travel hazards in that. That that's part of the I'm sure the experience of being a bus driver. Oh, yeah.
3: oh it's a realistic scale one to one of Berlin.
1: Yeah, it's Germany. Yeah, that's, that's cool.
3: kind of neat. I wonder
1: have the Germans. are yeah
3: nine it's one-to-one
1: one for berlin like one-to-one yeah. one, every square says.
3: mile that's what the description says
1: Yep. Yeah. pretty crazy they got I a i kind of want to play it. Is, it, is it wrong that i want to play this? no
3: see this I is the thing i want to play it too just to, It like, it's we're, interesting we're
1: finding a whole new not a whole new game type obviously other people have been used to this stuff but like it kind of makes me want to try more of that farm, that farm simulator thing that everyone loves Like it's another one people scream about it up and down. The one that's more simmy. I've never tried it, but now maybe I should.
0: I just want to know about the people making this. And they're like, you know, (laughs) you know, you start a game company. (laughs) You're like, man, I got a vision. Uh, (laughs) I (laughs) want to make a game. (laughs) That is literally the bus. It's called the bus, and here's the pitch. (laughs) it feels like you're on the bus and you're driving the bus uh there power-ups no no uh it's a w- bus. will there be like hazards what mechanics are there it's bus driving yeah but but <laughs> hang on it's a one-to-one scale of, of <laughs> berlin everyone's great video game fantasy come to life i'm just like like i would think that in my head i go i'm never gonna develop this game why would anyone want to buy that but then somebody's making it and proving my brain wrong I don't know
1: so. well what's cool about it is um, I think this, this supports a thing so my daughter's up at school finishing her degree in game design video game design at the university and she's about to walk away with a degree relatively new degree been out for maybe five years anyway uh, one of her classes the entire semester was about how uh, instead of worrying about how to gamify real life how developers are learning that what people really want to do is game gamify real life experiences, but in gaming gaming form, and it's taking on like new popularity. so uh part of this was them in their coursework like come up with stuff that you think is mundane and boring and everyday lifey but how could that work in a game? And I think a game like house Flipper or this bus thing or Euro truck simulator, any of those kind of all fit that bill in a yeah. way because you still have to gamify it but there's something about like they always talk about how some of the best vr games are ones that are like work simulator and like some of that yeah. stuff like you, they're not it's not some fantastical video game necessarily like in the traditional sense it's more like you got to just in that world move shit around which is not that big yeah. a deal but because you're doing it in vr somehow that makes it more compelling and i don't know it's it's an interesting thing overall so I'll we'll let you know how bus is when I get it.
0: Is there is there is there just like a mundane janitor game yet? Like not the fun kind, just
1: the kind there must. Um, there probably is. There I mean, well, I mean this this house flipper feels like janitorial work sometimes, but I wonder if um there's like a janitor simulator. Gotta I was get I was a...
3: sawdust out, pour it on the vomit.
1: Yeah. Oh, there is. Uh, I mean, I don't know if it's any good. Uh, let's see, is it, is it is it on Steam or anything? I don't think so. Um. Here it is, Janitor Simulator by Joe Capo. Uh, yeah, it looks like garbage. So but I just,
0: yeah, because yeah. I, I just ask about that because like uh, I had a job stint for about four months where I was a janitor of a high school, mm. and I couldn't, I couldn't take it because I didn't like what it said about my life, like oh, and also the job sucked. Yeah. And and so, but it was very memorable because it's traumatizing in that way. Where I'm just like, it was also my own high school, yeah. um, Which was, and I was like, I was so like some of the high school like janitors there now being an adult were still there from when I was a kid, and we'd make fun of the cleaner, you know. Yeah, it was a real low point in my self esteem. Yeah. But it's a job. There's nothing wrong with it. My friend was, mom was the head secretary there. She got me the job. No big deal, right? Being a mature adult about these things. But, I, I, anyways, I hated it. Sure. And, like, there was just some new experiences about that, like poopy toilets. Yeah. And, you know, changing out the tampon bags in the girls' washrooms. So I'm just like, oh, I didn't think I'd have to do this kind of thing. You know, there's just a lot of, like, it didn't smell good. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> and, and I'm like, uh, that's part of my, are they going to make a game about like cleaning up like a high school or something? Like, I'm like, why would you want to do this? It was horrible.
1: It yeah, was but, horrible. But if you it can, a horrible experience. Experience. see, I would have thought I would have thought that about house flipping or, you know, car mechanics or any of that, not the podcaster simulator. Yeah, there probably is one. There probably is one Adjust just the mic. Make sure your software is working and then you just like gamify it and, and do some mechanics that feel I good. Guess so I guess so, but there I it
0: is so janitor simulator
1: or sorry, it's called, um, janitor. What's well, a, it's a, it's an Android game, but it exists. What you're talking about exists. You go wash windows and yeah. mop floors. And I think I, even and saw like
0: something. also because like it's a high school and you, you're you cleaning your section, you don't see a human beings sometimes for like hours. And so it's like haunted. It's scary. Like you hear voices, but you're like. Yeah. yeah. In any empty building, like you're hanging out in an empty building after hours where people are only in there during hours and it's just like, it's unnerving. I got the
3: unique pleasure one time of uh, when I worked at a used to be a software, et cetera, and it was becoming a GameStop and they wanted the carpets done to match the GameStop color theme.
2: Mm.
3: Uh, And we had to do a, we had to be in the mall like basically all night long because we had to take everything that was on one half of the store, move it to the other half. Then they did half the carpet. Then we had to move everything over to the new half of the carpet. And then they do the other half. And then we had to, you know put the store back together basically in one night uh mm. which meant we had a lot of downtime in a big empty mall after it had closed one of the coolest things ever also one of the creepiest things ever uh the yeah. sounds you hear in a big empty mall at night are uh truly terrific that and sounds
1: amazing. awesome though i love that just that setting that's why i like my zombies Empty malls, dude. and
3: <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, when it's you're in it, it actually awesome. freaks you out. Yeah, though it's so like, good. I don't. Well, think it's awesome. the the part that freaked us out the most was we heard children laughing, <laughs> and we were like, "What? There's no children in this mall." And so what we awesome. determined was, you know, the little rides where you put coins in and then they just go, boop, 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 oh, boop, and they just go yeah. up and down. We determined that it must have been coming from that. Should you not? We went over and, and I was like, it, "It's coming from this, right?" It was unplugged. Oh. And that made it scarier and we got out of there.
0: It was a ghost of children that died in the food court two years ago.
1: (laughs) Empty schools, empty malls, and empty airports and empty casinos are my favorite places for like apocalyptic business like this. I'd love it. Scary movies, whatever. Two of the four.
3: Two of the four I've done.
1: Yeah. Well, you keep going. You'll get it. Yeah.
3: Gotta get to a casino. All right. In
1: an airport. (laughs) We have uh We have one quick email to read before we end things today and I'll read it for you. That's a good question. This is from Evan who wrote into talk to the core at gmail.com and Evan says the following with all your talk of alternate MMOs. I'm wondering if any of you have really dived into Guild Wars 2. It's a fantastic break from wow. And the open world is gorgeous and massive. Plus they're coming out with a new expansion in 2021. we would love to hear how you compare it to other MMOs that you play ESO bdo or ff14 uh best says evan well evan i played a ton I'm of guild wars 2 right now oh you are, are you? I, I, yeah i uh i played guild wars 2 like a maniac when it came out and i I'm loved super, it that was super hardcore for a bit uh, guild
0: wars 2 is fun i'm super triggered because i, I bought it played it yeah. but their account recovery system yes oh my is gosh. a nightmare do not lose your password Ooh, they don't I just let you reset it, it. I have emailed them a number of times, and each time, I mean, it's been long enough now that I just like I'm not going to play their game on principle because they have such they are so like retentive about security. And I paid full price for the game. My only option to play it is to buy it again. Yep, because I can't recover my account. I bet you I can try it right now.
3: Requested it three times, and they will not give me my account back. I cannot get into that game. I loved it. It was a fantastic experience. Beautiful game. It came out right before everything made the big switch to having online passwords and account settings. And they're like, do you have your CD key? No, I didn't keep any of that. It's all digital. Everything. (laughs) What is the email that it's tied to this? Well, we're not going to send you anything like it. It is a nightmare. I'm locked out and I have to buy that game again. It's so they were like actively, it
1: it feels like they're actively opposed to you. I, I hate that. That's partly my problem with, with final fantasy 14. It's not quite as bad. But it feels like they're actively trying to make it hard to play their game.
3: It's like, no, I just want to play your game. As soon as you were saying that about Final Fantasy XIV and I saw this email, I was like, well, at least it's not as bad as Guild Wars 2. Because I freaking bought that game, the collector's edition of that game, and I can't can't play play. it because they're like, nope, you don't have an account. Like, "Uh, what the hell did I put all those hours into?
1: It's a great game.
3: I did a... I did a poorly decided podcast for a whole two episodes about your stupid game that you're not letting me play.
1: That sounds like what I did for star Wars, the old Republic, but, um, (laughs) but yeah, like, uh, Guild Wars two is rad and I still have all my account stuff. So I suppose I could get in there again. It is a cool game. My, um, my thing with, with Guild Wars is I just feel that would be a, I feel like I need to start over kind of game because I don't remember shit about how I progressed or what I did or what the story happened or any of that. So I'd fill a little bit behind the eight ball if I f- fired it up again, um, but it's a cool. It's it's fine outside of that account stuff. You know, the, the game itself was was pretty neat. I like the weird art style with the weird painterly stuff they were doing, and uh, and yeah, all. Yeah, I, I enjoyed playing cool. it. Yeah, it yeah. was cool. And then they were the first ones to do the kind of scaling zones and you know questing. Kind of, you just kind of ran into questing areas, and you'd have jobs to do that were organically handed to you and. Still looks nice, like still a pretty game. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with Guild Wars too. It's a good game. Um, I was gonna say though, what was I gonna say about something else about that? I forgot. <laughs> Can't remember. Uh,
0: was, is that company doing anything
1: else? They're very no, like quiet. No. You don't hear much about Arena. Is that Arena Net? Yeah. Um, uh. Uh, they were they're not they were,
3: sending s- account recovery emails. I know they're not doing that. <laughs> there
1: was a time where they were in the news for some controversies. Um,
0: what was Yeah, there it? was controversies. Uh, ArenaNet for Salda sure. Launch
1: a Guild Wars Two Pro League. Oh, that was four years ago. Uh, let's see, patch notes ten days ago.
0: Uh, well, they have, they have uh, like right on their main page. Uh, the third thing is be a part of our team imagine more in your career so i mean they must be able to pay people with some money from somewhere
1: and they must be free to play in some way now because um according to digital trends they're on the list of best free mmos right now so they probably have like a like everybody they have some you know play it and then if you want special perks you you know you do the subscription or whatever anyway oh there's an interesting international business times has a whole article on is guild Wars guild wars 2 worth playing in 2021 that could be an interesting read they like compare it to other stuff like ESO. I'm going WoW. to try recover my account now that we're doing this. You should try it to see what happens. <laughs> anyway, um, as somebody who... Oh, I know what I was going to tell you. The story. Okay, this is a great story to end on. You guys are going to love this. Guild Wars 2 comes out. I, at the time, what year would that have been? 2012? So I was out. I was, out, I was, out, I was full-time frog pants then. But I did have a... Oh. <laughs> I had a client. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. I had a client in uh, Salt Lake City that I would go visit on the regular to do some work for. And um, I remember telling him I couldn't come in there that day because I had some stuff I had to do. It was all real serious, but it was really just the play Guild Wars. So I get it. I play it. I play for like six hours sitting on my butt, played, played, and played, and played. My daughter, who at the time was, I don't know, sophomore in high school or something, she says, This is Carter. She hates this story. She says she still has PTSD from it, but she's like, dad, I need you to take or pick me up from school. She called. I said, oh, no problem. They're just up the road. No big deal. It's not that far. It's maybe an eight minute ride or something to get her from the high school and get her home. So I said, no problem. Your mom's not here. So I'll I'll run out there. So I just quickly kind of just hit escape and stayed sitting in a town. It was ready for me to leave anyway. I got up and I ran out the house and I get in the car and I go, you know, I haven't taken a crap like all day. I've been sitting in that chair all day. Ah, probably no big deal. Drive to the school. By the time I go to pick her up, oh, I'm no. starting to go, Oh, I've shaken loose. Like I got up after six hours and things are starting to move south. And I'm like, okay, well, this is going to be a bit of hurry. I'm not, I don't want to go in the school. Speaking about being weird. I don't want to, some freaking old fart dad guy. And they're going, can you tell me where the bathroom is? I didn't want to do that. So I pick her up. She gets in the car. I go, Hey, yo, how's it going? Oh, good. And we're just chatting dad and daughter stuff. And as we're driving home, I'm like, Oh, Carter, you're going to have to, we got a problem. She's like, what, what? I'm like, I got to pull over and take care of
2: something. (laughs) So I pull over on this road. It's
1: dark now. It's like six o'clock. I pull over on the side of this road and, and there was a big cement ring, like part of a underground sewer system that would one day have lots of poop going through it. But, It was just sitting there, and it seemed like a good way to block my view from the road. So I went around the back of that thing, and for the first time in my life, I crapped outside. Just took a big old dump right there by the tube, by this big. Feels good, right? That felt great. Oh, it came out like a boat. It was fantastic. Cool breeze, cool breeze blowing on your butt while the you know. And I really had to go. Leaving yourself. So I came back, got in the car, and I looked at her, and she goes, "I'm gonna die." And I said, what do you mean you're gonna die? She goes, My dad just picked me up from school and then took a poo on the side of the road on the way home. <laughs> that's not a, a big deal. That's how we that's how our ancestors did well, it. Well, her big hang up was she knew I was gonna tell everybody on the show the next day, which I did. <laughs> and so it's been oh, whatever. This, yeah. I, it's just one of those look, things.
0: look, it's it's perfect. That's before toilets were invented, that's where all humans were shitting. It's yeah. all it's
1: gonna be okay. And now it's a parking lot. Yeah. They paved over paradise. My question a is: Did you skip look? the part
0: where, where the wipe? What, what you did, about wiping?
1: Uh, I, mean, I did, did you nothing. you
0: have a skin mark filled pair of boxers when you got back? I or? went.
1: So what I tried to do here's a little fun detail for you. Or Was it a
0: clean torpedo? It Sometimes was. A, it, it, was a a tor- it was a pretty clean torpedo.
1: It was almost said tortilla. It was a clean torpedo. 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 <laughs> I call <laughs> them torpedo.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I fired this. Torpedoes don't leave residue. That's I made. Just, I tried it to is. do this
1: on purpose. I fired it out in a way that I thought would just. You know, not mess with the with the with the escape valve or anything like that. Right? Did you uh-huh.
0: open your butt cheeks more so Kinda. you can scrape on the side? Yeah. 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 Okay. Squat Kinda, yeah. It must have been quite a sight intended. to see. <laughs> There's probably a homeless guy in that bush somewhere going like, "Yeah." Well, from, <laughs> point of view,
1: from the car, she could see me squatting over <laughs> behind this funny. thing. She like see the top of my head. And she just said yeah. it was horrible, worse than having to see me do, actually do it. So I fired
0: the thing But you know, like out. if a homeless like if there's a homeless person that was so dirty, it was camouflage, and then you turn <laughs> around and look, and you see a pair of eyes, and you shit on them or something. No, well, we wouldn't like, be here.
1: This area was like I don't I wouldn't call it no, well, I don't know. It was it's there was no way there were any homeless people in that area, but it was way out in the middle of nowhere. But uh so after I did it and cars are going by
2: <laughs> you know,
1: no big deal. I no get out deal. I'm like, all right, I think that went okay. I think I cleared a good couple feet or something. Pulled up the old pants, walked into the car, and she just wanted to die. That was it. And now every time it comes up, she's like, oh, my Aww. gosh, Dad. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe you did that. I still can't believe you did that.
3: I'm like, what else yeah. am I going to do? Poop in the car? You got to do it. I had yeah. to go so car bad. I would have been way worse. She would have been way more embarrassed about the car.
1: Yeah. So I went Dead home, went home, got on there, and, fit, and kept playing. Played more Guild Wars 2. With my Nord, I mean, uh, or whatever I made. I don't if, if
0: you right. gotta go, you gotta go. It's better in the bush than in your pants. Yeah,
1: better it's, than one in the bush than any in the pants. So This is the old phrase. That's right, All right, well, that's a great story. It's if you
0: good. If you uh, there's could. been a number of times I've wanted to shit publicly and made it home. <laughs> uh, but I'd like to think if I had to, I'd be ready.
1: Also, everyone who's annoyed that I told that story, you can blame Evan for having an email that brought it on. So it's his fault. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so
0: far I've been able to log into my Guild Wars account on yeah. on the site.
1: Log in. I think. Okay.
0: Now I'm in the actual client, so I'm gonna see if it's gonna let me in to play. Although it's downloading the cl- the game, so
3: yeah. that might well, take a little while. Well, we might report back on that. Yeah, next we'll week. report we'll back on how that. I'm very curious yeah. is.
0: Next week I mean I don't know that I want to play it. I'm just kinda of trying to see <laughs>
3: what my
1: status you is. You don't have
3: to play it. I'm just saying report back next week.
0: Okay.
1: Carter, <laughs> she just sent me a text. I can hear you talking about that story. She says, <laughs> uh, Tell her it's okay. It's, it is. She knows. Tell her our okay. our ancestors used to do it. It's fine. Yeah, she's fine. Um, all right. I know she's fine. That's it for your emails. Thank you all for listening and hanging out and sending those emails. Keep them coming, by the way. That's uh, talktothecore at gmail.com. We're at patreoncom core show. Did you think all this was just uh, for the goodness of our own heart telling a story like that? No. It's so you can go and support your favorite show about video games. That's right. The core podcast over at patreon.com slash core show. If you're looking for links to everything else we're doing, we're at frogpants.com slash core. And Bo's camera just went weird.
3: He's already gone. He's like, we're done with the show. I'm gone. <laughs> I'm was like, intense.
1: no, my computer's taking shits." Oh, gotcha. He's
0: um, taking a shit out of the woods itself. It's very nice. I'm, oh, I know what it is. I'm downloading at like maximum speed. Uh, yeah.
1: Oh, so it's probably interfering with your internet a little bit. That's All how right. that I'm, I'm interfering with the end of the show. That's it's fantastic. It. Don't worry about it. CorePod on Twitter. You can find John at John underscore Jagger. I'm at Scott Johnson and Bo can be found at Bo Schwartz. We do this live normally on Thursdays at 5 p.m. Mountain Time. If you want to come watch that or at twitch.tv slash frogpants. John, any final words before we go?
3: Uh, no, I'm going to go eat dinner, and I think everybody should. It's a, it's a big family weekend. Make sure you have one good meal with your family.
1: I agree with that. I'm going to do the same. Bo, Final thoughts? Uh, shit, I'm not prepared. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: it. What Illidan used to say before he became a demon. Hunter. Oh, shit, I'm not prepared. I am not I'm prepared. Not
1: prepared. <laughs> I am my scars. All right, well, that sounds good to me. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll see you next time right here on CORE. show is part of the frog pants network. Yes, get more at frogpants.com. You were almost a jill
3: sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> jill. <laughs> jill. Thought, of, thought of a joke in a situation.
2: Imagine
1: the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over
3: time.